Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Mm. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. Thirteen indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crypt. Hitting blood rituals. Fifty scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my bearings or perish. Raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced Ethiopian, in Helen Kush Blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush Standing on the middle line, no defining Swirling dervish, in between space and time It's a fixed Tuesday, another news day Northeast, west, southwest Not here to confuse the day, just diffuse the way
tune in or lose, friend. All strategies apply mathematically. The information he drop is real powerful. So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full. Watch your jaw, the crew with watch us talk. Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand. First world order, we bringing it home in the first quarter. Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders. Silly rabbit, knowledge for God. No matter where you resign, Mars, Temple of Mars. So don't fret or proceed with hesitation. Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information. Peace. Peace. Peace and listenings. It is another Tips and Tricks Tuesday on Virtual Order Radio. And once again, this Tuesday, Tips and Tricks Tuesday, your host gave up the ghost. Blackwater, the metal magician. Yeah. Foremost, I want to give thanks to those who came before and those who come after. Honor, respect. Um, tonight's F is going to be in honor and respect and in giving reference to um, Prince Roger, Prince Roger, Raj Nelson, and his early demise. Um, he was an um, icon, you could say, of uh, R&B, rhythm and blues, whatnot, um, one of the most innovative singers or artists of this time and era did a lot of uh, very creative um, things in his walk, in his journey, as far as how he uh, moved through the industry, industries, you know what I'm saying, and how he moved the hearts of a lot of uh, a lot of us out here. You know, it's one of my favorite singers growing up. We're going to um. At this moment, have a brief moment of silence um, and then conclude into tonight's discussion of Prince of Peace, I'm a tip. And um, knowing blocks, how they might cut that uh, brief interlude right there out because that's how they do sometimes, but at any rate, that's peace, you know what I'm saying? Nintendo Force. All right, so tonight we're going to get into, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, we're going to correspond about the current events that have been taking place over the past week, week and a half or so. You know what I'm saying? There's always something going on in the, in the news, northeast, west, south, moving through the, um, generating through the wind, you know what I'm saying? So we pick up on this information. Sometimes it might be a little misconstrued as it's thrown around, you know, how they say gossip is. So we take the pieces of the puzzle, you know, after it's been discombobulated, like Humpty Dumpty falling off the wall. Humpty Dumpty back together again. You know, but uh, Humpty Dumpty representing HD, not high definition, but you put it together. Yeah, they that thunder right. What's going on? I hate that playing. I've been on this. 
Yeah, you know, but then, you know, this is the story of my life. Today, yeah, it might be a virus on it. What was going on here, though, earlier? So, like, today my computer crashed, and I couldn't get into none of the information, nothing on my computer. I couldn't pull up any documents, videos, man. Finally, I got it back together. I had to call one of my people. He said there was some type of ransom virus that couldn't be fixed. So I, I did some Reiki on the machine, you know what I mean, just calm myself down a little bit. And you know, deep breathing, and, and finally, um, things came back to one. Yeah, so I don't know what that thunder was about, but I'm gonna watch the hidden hand. Yeah, we're gonna get into, like I said, to a, a discussion on some of the things that have been taking place, and bring, like I said, in the in the um, description, gonna bring some metaphysical insights as well as balance to the corruption and disorder of the parasitic little ritualistic measures pertaining to current events. Alright, but before that, get into some tips and tricks on proper digestion real fast. It's a simple just um the proper intake of our diet or our food intake when we're sitting and eating. First of all, digestion starts in the mouth, I mean the mind. So whatever we're doing, we should be more concentrating on the um, the reality of digesting the food and eating the food and enjoying the meal. You know, good music while we're eating is, is good for digesting. And that, you know, that hardcore or rock and roll, anything that's going to, you know, generate the wrong type of energy in that um, intestines. You know what I'm saying? So good music. Uh, if it's at night, a candle lit, that's good, too. You know what I'm saying? Bring about that inner peace, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That hotel. Okay, so um, always when we're, like I said, digestion begins in the mind, always have a sense of peace when we are sitting to um, take in and consume whatever it is that we're about to consume, even if it's information, because all, um, all is food, you know what I'm saying? Everything that is out there is food. So... So that's where digestion starts in the mind. Then when we take in our first item of food, we should take in the liquids first because it's the easiest to digest. So we take in the liquids, and then from the liquids, we will, um, after we have consumed the liquids, that that means like if we have a, a tea or juice, you know, take that in first as well as soup, you know what I'm saying? So the most watery foods we should take in first because that's easier to digest. Then we take in the vegetables. The vegetables are eating solid fruits, so solid fruits because they're easier to digest. They digest faster than vegetables, especially like watermelon. Any melons are preferred. That's what's called the mono diet. So uh, mono diet, eat it by itself. That means melons, eat them by itself, and as well as citrus fruits, eat them by itself. All right, but then after fruits, um, vegetables or salad, you know what I'm saying, your salad. Then from the salad, we go into the grains, like rice, uh, if you have some nuts on there. Nuts, protein as well, my, my fault, but uh, grains like rice, uh, quinoa, um, farro, anything that's going, that's a, a complex carbohydrate in that manner, eat that. Thirdly, and then the last thing would be the protein. The protein um, is the hardest to digest, so it's going to take longer than the other food items. So protein being like uh, cheese, eggs, uh, any dairy products, uh, eggs, uh, meat, eat those last. And normally, separate from the uh, complex carbohydrate, meaning grains like bread, the, we were just introduced into sandwiches and things like that here recently, like 100 years ago. 
And as you can see, it's affecting us uh, somewhat with uh, increased vulnerability to um, immune deficiency disorders or, or whatnot. So um, it's, it's wise to watch how we are eating proper, improperly, you know what I'm saying, because uh, most of our diet is, is what a standard American diet is consistently um, teaching us to mix our foods. But even, you know, with culture, culture, like with the Jews or whatever you want to call them, you know, these guys, they, they don't mix their food because they was taught by us. Then they found out, yeah, let's kill them. So they give us McDonald's burgers, you know, and pizzas, you know, with cheese and meat and bread all mixed up into one collaborating with them. It's an indigestible food that won't, won't digest and cause problems later on. It won't digest properly so that those food items like that are not wise to eat together. Complex carbohydrates and protein. Protein and protein is not wise to eat together, too, as well. Like two proteins at the same meal. Try to eat one protein per meal. And you usually it's wise not to eat that much protein. You know, we are echoing. So 80 20 is what I do. I try to put more vegetables and fruits in my diet throughout the day than protein. You know what I mean? It keep, keeps me healthy and keeps me young and moving around. You know what I'm saying? So that's the tips and tricks for the day. And if you, I'm just going to go into uh, to today's topic Prince of Peace. I'm going to tell Prince uh, Roger Nelson. He was a vegan. You know what I'm saying? So. If we look at him, you know, we, I got the picture poster right there next to the Amatel um, bus or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but it's still, yeah, he, he was 57 on his transition, and he looked like he might have been 37. You know, he, he looked fairly young, you know what I'm saying? Him being a vegan, and they saying that he came up ill with possibly the flu, um, being that I know what how I am when I – you know, might get a cold or something or something like that. I know how quickly I recover personally. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm a vegan. Well, I have been a vegan for the past three years. I just recently started eating eggs again, and that's when I I got a cold for real. Like in this uh this what was it, October or something like that for about a week. And uh, well, actually it was a couple of days ago. It was last month. Yeah, and um, it was for a day that I felt like I had some, like, symptoms. Did some Qigong, and the next day I was good. Back popping almost 100%. Everything went smooth. And, uh, you know, to say that he passed away due to uh, illness like that and being a vegan, having a vegan diet, that doesn't sound too um, true in my own sense. <laughs> We're going to go into some, uh, some metaphysical, esoteric type of information, a little something, something underneath to bring it from under the carpet, so to speak, you know what I mean? Um, first and foremost, again, I want to give thanks to the family, Dr. Aileen and Kadira out there, the queen, y'all, peace and everything, and son. Then they still vacating, vacationing right now, you know, doing a little thing out there, peace, safe travels and happy travels, you know what I'm saying, in those, those beautiful waters where y'all at. All right, um... I also want to say do a tip, praise and a peace to the brother Yah Seven Salam. The brother he hit me up right at the right moment the other day 
for uh, I was I was thinking about this uh, information, um, and it was like it was just on my it was on my heart to speak on it, but it's like something else was like uh-uh, you don't even I don't like adding you know insult to injury somewhere if you want to call it that I, I always like to bring peace to the situation more or less, but if there is a, something that can be clarified and someone is not bringing it, then it, you know. In a, in a, I'm gonna go to the ten maxims of uh, law. It's uh one of them states. I don't know if I have it right here in front of me, but this is somewhat like an affidavit. You know what I'm saying? An affidavit of truth. And you know, the, the meaning of affidavit basically is ask a meaning to and uh, the dear meaning to trust. David also. In Hebrew, David is uh, the beloved son, or David, the beloved son, you know what I'm saying, as far as the, the Hebraic terms. But Aftu and Fadir, trust, coming from Fadish, faithful. All right, so, but it's the truth, you know what I'm saying? Basically, an affidavit is an affidavit, this is coming from the 10 um, maximums of law. An affidavit is a solemn expression of your truth. In commerce, an affidavit must be accompanied accompanied and must underlay in and form the foundation for any commercial transaction transaction whatsoever. There can be no valid commercial transaction without someone putting their neck on the line and stating this is true, correct, complete, and not meant to mislead. An affidavit is a two-edged sword. It cuts both ways. Someone has to take responsibility for saying that it is a real situation. All right, so this is going to be my affidavit. Because they already put an affidavit out with their writs, so their rituals, you know what I'm saying? So a ritual, basically a ritual um, is a middle French word coming directly from Latin, ritualist, and it means to re- it relates to religious rites, okay? So ritual is relating to ritual rites, a writ, or a, you know what I'm saying, something that is written, not based, not based on just the words alone, but also the symbol behind the words, okay? So, you know, when we're dealing with um, language, again, this is the metaphysical language, and the metaphysical language is the retransformation of words in order to open up these portals of thought, these different portals of thought, not dictating on one aspect. We're opening up different aspects of thought, different portals, all right? And also, when we're dealing with words and symbols of power, the law of words states, and this is the magical, esoteric meaning of the law of words. Words or symbols are able, words or symbols are able to change the inner and/or outer realities of those using and perceiving them. The words do not need to be consciously understood to have their effect. So, let go and say, like with uh, Prince or formerly known as, the artist formerly known as, when he started to utilize the symbol as his name in place of um, Prince, you know, his his government name and whatnot. So he he changed his name because of the contractual agreements that had had, uh, been, um, uh, that he was under, just like all of us are under a contractual agreement due to birth certificate. And social security because of the unknowingness of our parents or whatnot, going through that transition. So he changed his name to get back his rights, you know what I'm saying, do, um, and what was due to him 
uh, his uh, catalogs, his uh, his music, which he wanted his masters back, so he changed his name so they couldn't um, use him as a slave by his so-called slave name or his um, stall man name. We're gonna go deeper into we're gonna go into that a little bit more so too. The reason, like I said, I'm gonna give thanks to the brother because I wasn't gonna do this, and I, my my sister ain't here right now, but her daughter is. I'm gonna let her because I, I, what happened is the night before, or the night, the 20th, April 20th, that night, we were going to, I was going to rest, and my sister, she stayed in the next room, and her daughter, and she, well, the night she was there, hmm? he wasn't here that night. You weren't here that night? I thought he was. Of course, when he wasn't here. Oh, but you, you remember, though. You, you heard about what happened? About the story. Queen, you were here, right? Because your mom was gone, I was going to ask her to, um, but she left to go to the store, about what happened that night and how, um, when she asked the question about Prince and everything, do you recall? Did she tell you? She didn't talk to you. About uh, how she asked me, um, with the symbol meant. And then she asked, um, and I told her, I was like, it's, uh, you know, the female, the male symbols mixed into one, talking about them driving the thing and all that, how we connect in the lower and higher self, basically, or left and right brain. And then um, she asked if he was conscious and asked about the song Purple Rain. You wasn't here though. I thought you said that night. So that was uh that was a question that was posed to me that night on four twenty. And then when I went to rest I had that on my mind because we didn't really get into a conversation on it too uh, you know, too deep into it because uh, we I was going to rest and you know what I'm saying I knew I was gonna get up the next morning and do what we had to, I had to do. So I was just like, uh, you know, this is uh that's what that meant and then she asked about the purple rain if it was conscious. I was like, Yeah, he was conscious of this song Purple Rain, you know. And I was about to go into it, you know, purple because I asked, I said, What does red and blue make? And she was like, uh, purple. And I was like, Okay, well, you know, red represents blood and pain and then blue is the sky, so when you mix pain with the uh, color of blue you get purple. You know what I'm saying? So through pain and how to how he communicated it through the um throat chakra, how that throat chakra is represented by the color blue, it it goes into unison or unified the physical and uh, the spiritual reality system. Um, the third chakra or the third um, melanated center here in the throat is where we start to get to our higher states of being and of well, consciousness. And, you know, after we spoke those words or whatever. I went to rest, and in my dream state, I saw Prince Rajesh or whatnot in my dream. I was like, what the heck is this? Hey, this has never happened before, so he's in my dream. And he, he was highly upset. He was aggravated. I'm like, this doesn't seem like Prince. He had a, a mad face. You know, he's very um, soft-spoken, very humble, you know, but he when he spoke, you know, he it, he spoke real powerful words, and he sung real powerful words, but he always had a, a humorous side to him and a very hidden side as well. 
yeah, in the dream state, and, and you know, what I'm saying, I guess the spirit world or the intelligence was given some type of uh, information in the dream state, and the, and he was upset. He was very aggravated, and he was almost like he, I remember he was stomping his feet, and he had on the yellow shirt, and he was stomping like, <laughs> like trying to tell me something in the dream. Woke up, didn't really think twice about it. I didn't really think about it. It was Prince in the dream. You know how you don't really have total recall when you first wake up. So I get a text about 1 o'clock. It was, because I checked my email, I mean, my text message today. It was 1 o'clock, right? 1 12 or something like that. And the text read um, Prince's transition. I was like, whoa, okay. Prince's transition. I didn't even say nothing. Because, you know, to, uh, to my friend that sent the text, but then I thought about it, and I was like, we were just talking about that last night. I didn't even say nothing to his sister at that moment. I waited till later on in the day. I just let it marinate. Like, okay, mm, coincidence? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I mean, no, nah, I don't think so. You know, it's the spirit world, the intelligence. You recall in um, Circle 7, it states, and uh, the Circle 7, Chapter 3, Eluhu's Lessons, The Unity of Life. Again, Eluhu met his pupils in the sacred grove and said, No man lives unto himself, for every living thing is bound by cords to every other living thing. So blessed are the pure in heart, for they will love and not demand love in return. They will not do to other men what they would not have other men do unto them. There are two selves, the higher and the lower self. The high self is the human spirit clothed with soul made in the form of Allah. The lower self, the carnal self, the body of desires is a reflection of the higher self, distorted by the murky ethers of the flesh. Okay? So in the dream state, he was a little upset. And now, I, you know, after waking and then a few days later or whatnot, it's all in one day, though. We have to have an understanding of that. Zero time is, is really popping, you know? so. Being that whatever took place beforehand, and we're gonna go into some other things in a few seconds. So, yeah, this is that was one of the reasons why I was like, I don't know, I was a little hesitant because it, just having that conscious um, sense of of uh, him or that being that energy in the dream state, then the next day, and we we're actually talking about this purple rain and the symbol on the twentieth, the four twenty. And then the next day, this is what, um, in this reality, this is what takes place. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what, what type of clothing he had on that night, you know, if he had on a yellow shirt or whatever and all that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what was taking place. But all I know, about maybe 2, 3 o'clock in my deep sleep, I saw a vision of uh, an individual way to do itself that was it had a similar um, demeanor as the one called Prince, and he was stomping his foot with a yellow shirt on, and he was highly upset about something. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like I'm saying, though, affidavit. So this is my affidavit, and um, actually this is my rebuttal to the affidavit, one that they have said, you know, whatever is going on. So this is my truth right here. And recall that truth is in the experience. You know, like I was saying earlier, a lot of people have been putting a lot of information out there, uh, and they, they're talking, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying, I don't know their names, because I don't know their names, but they're talking about, uh, you know, 
so get get right with Jesus and how the Illuminati makes people do things certain ways, you know, like this this uh third eye thing and all that, and how third eye means uh the expansion of uh a, a wisdom or something. But it, the pineal gland is uh it's a process. Well, the pineal gland produces certain hormones and um, certain energies within the body. Basically, DMT is one of them, of course, you know what I'm saying? Yet, when we have misinformation, we thinking that, you know, this is some type of devilish um, or satanic information. It, it is hidden and it has been kept away from the masses because they don't want the masses to become, in reality, who they are, you know what I'm saying? Every being on the planet Earth has this eye for root or what they call the, the all-seeing eye that's on the back of the dollar bill. It's elusive. You know, it's like it's, it's, it's away from the, the, the reality of, uh, of where everyone can have a, a, get a good grasp on it, but yet it's right there. We have it. So they, what they've done is calcified it or, or made it more concentrated with filth instead of purity, you know, fear instead of, uh, you know, truth and love. So there is no balance, you know what I'm saying? I... But what we are here to do tonight is, you know, rebut this a little bit. And a rebuttal, a rebutted affidavit stands as truth in commerce. In commerce, commerce basically means to come together. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? To move together. So we're moving together, but their affidavit, these uh, parasitic littles, is is uh, not true. You know, they give half truths. You know what I'm saying? So, an unrebutted affidavit stands as truth in commerce. So this is our this is my rebuttal or whatnot. So an unrebutted affidavit becomes a judgment in commerce. This is coming from Hebrew chapter six, verses sixteen and seventeen. But people swear by something greater than themselves, and in all their disputes and on and oaths is final for confirmation. Meaning that we swear by something that is not ourselves. When we're giving these affidavits or these statements of truth. It's coming from more than what we are looking at in our personality or our ego. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't go to court or wherever I'm going. I shouldn't have a, if I have a dispute with my brother, I shouldn't base it on what I'm going through alone. I got to look at both sides of the story to make this thing equal and balanced. If I'm just going off of what I'm going on, what happened in my life, I don't know what he's bringing to the table. It could have been something else that was going on before he even came to me with his just run on attitude or if I had some type of problem and I'm, you know, he stepped on my shoe and then I'm ready to fight him. It's not because he stepped on my shoes because I was frustrated way before I hit the door of wherever we met, you know what I'm saying? So that's the balance, you know what I'm saying? We we can't go off of uh, ourselves. We have to go off something greater than ourselves because we're all connected with these cords, you know what I'm saying? Over-emotionality leads to a lot of uh, disruption, a lot of uh, confusion. You know what I'm saying? When we all brothers and sisters in eyesight of that one that is greater than ourselves. You know what I'm saying? But that is us. We've just been displaced somewhat through the um, mechanisms of what we have in front of us right now. So this is going to be my little, uh, uh, you know, rebuttal. This is my rebuttal, you know, point for point. You dig? So we're going to go into it, you know what I'm saying, and have some fun, though. You know, while we moving with it too, then we don't want to make this thing what happened too uh, political. You know what I'm saying? That's just talk. You dig know what I'm saying? So 
when we're dealing with politics, we're dealing with a big bunch of jargon that is legalese and it ain't actual and factual. You know, so I'm going to do the breakdown on three of these words, and then I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have some uh, playbacks, too. All right, so one of the things that the good brother has said or posted, from what, from my knowledge, is that uh, he has transformed, you know what I'm saying? And uh, this was three days prior, if I'm not mistaken, to um, his transition. So we look at the word transition, which is very similar to transform. Or I did a blog a couple of months ago called In Training, Entrainment, or Entertainment. So we look at the word first, um, entertainment, because he worked inside of what we call the entertainment business. And we know Hollywood is a, a cabal of mysticism or magical rites where they are working spells through uh, television and through uh, radio, you know what I'm saying? So Hollywood, even the word Hollywood, it, it stems from the holly tree, you know? So in the holly tree is where, the holly tree is where they, in the Norse um, mystical system, the Druids would get their wines from. They would cut out the holly tree and use their wine. So when the European, so-called European, the maniac European devils in America or the rain smelling it, native individuated dual sets came over here. They developed a system called Hollywood that was based on the Holly tree. You know what I'm saying? And we all know that Prince was uh, under contractual agreements with Warner Brothers, one of the most notorious um, so called uh, members of these parasitic littles. You know what I'm saying? So, this word entertainment, basically, the word entertainment means the act of entertaining an agreeable, it means the act of entertaining, which is an agreeable occupation for the mind, diversion, amusement. All right, so that means it's an agreeable occupation for the mind. How is that agreeable? I don't get it. I mean, yeah, I guess, you know what I'm saying, something that we find amusing, but it's also diversion. So that means it's is deviating for us from doing something that could be more beneficial for ourselves. So when we are being entertained and paying attention to whatever that external entertainment may be, it's occupying the mind. And as we know, the state of the United States of, or corporation, you know, saying the United uh, State of uh, the corporate United States is now occupied. This is, we're under the so-called martial um, state or whatever, police state. But, you know, it's been like that for a minute. We don't, we don't accept it or agree it, but, with it, but, you know, just with the birth certificates and signing off on those, yeah, you can see this is uh, what they call a police state, you know what I'm saying, with these policyholders or these policy overseers, you know what I'm saying? So entertainment is uh, basically is saying that it's an agreeable occupation for the mind, but it's a diversion, all right? Something affording pleasure, amusement, diversion, especially a performance of some kind, you know, so these shows and stuff we go into, football games, you know, things like that, we're paying attention, you know, so we're giving our attention, our energy to something that this external is giving us an amusement, you know, amusement, like an amusement park, yet and still, 
it's a diversion from something else that's greater. You know what I'm saying? So it's good and cool, you know what I'm saying, to do it, you know, every once in a while, but I shouldn't have to come home and watch every game. And, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend it. But all in all, that's what it means in the definition. So now we go into the etymology, entertainment. It means to cause to be weak or to make weak. It also means to put in or put on. Tur means three. It comes from Latin, tertius, 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 third. Tain means a tin plate for mirrors. It's an alloy of silver and lead. Mint means mind. So basically it means to put silver and lead in the mind three times to cause it to be weak. And if we know anything about chemtrails, we know chemtrails are very reflective, like tin plates for mirrors is what it says, a thin tin plate for mirrors. You know what I'm saying? The good brother um, Prince spoke on chemtrails, you know what I'm saying, and how when he was a child, he saw the chemtrails. All right, so I'm a matter of fact, I'm going to play this real quick. I'm going to play uh, something that we probably all had listened to as far as him speaking on chemtrails and everything. So after these messages, you know it. I want to go back to Jack Johnson because he's still in the back of my head. I can't get him out of my head where this conversation is concerned. Um, who have you felt most often like in the ring fighting the record industry? Like Jack or the opponent? Oh, like Jack. Like Jack? Yeah. Tell me why. Well, because I knew I was right. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about this in our very first interview and conversation together. Um, it, it's obvious now that artists are supposed to own their master recordings. I mean, in the future, it'll be unconscionable to even think you can take somebody's creation and claim ownership of it. See, unfortunately, this discussion is going to start to barrel into a discussion about the human genome and the DNA and all the rest of it. Um, when it gets there, then we're going to be in the deep water. Mm-hmm. See, so it's better to start the conversation now before we get into God talk, you know. Mm. Um, there are four songs that I want to ask you about, and I did what I have never done before, which is to actually print these lyrics out. Some of them, I'm, 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 since the record is so new, I'm learning some of them. I got, got some of them memorized. Um, who it, who gave you the lyrics? Though? I've seen some really strange rewrites of my yeah. stuff. Well, I've I'm, seen one time they uh, said uh, the lyrics to When Doves Cry was uh, dig, if you will, the picture of me, Marvin Gaye, and the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and know there, what? And then there was another one. <laughs> this person will go unnamed. Yes. Uh, she didn't speak the English language too good. Right. Uh, she had a really cute daughter, so that's why we was acquaintances. Yeah. <laughs> but she swore up and down, <laughs> little red Corvette was pay the rent, collect. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> so you need to let me check that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I'm a fast learner, so I'm not going to read none of these on the air. I'm just going to ask you about the song. Okay and about the lyrical content. And uh, for those who don't have the record, you can go to lotusflower.com and get it and, and follow along at home. Uh, even if you're two or three days late, you can play this back and follow along. In no particular order, since we mentioned Dreamer first, tell me about Dreamer. Oh, well, um, 
When I saw the uh, State of the Black Union, Dick Gregory uh, really moved me and a lot of my friends. I show it to everybody that comes over the house, especially white folks, because they need to hear that, you know, so that they know more about all of us. Because um, what he said affects all of us. He said something that really hit home about um, this phenomena of chemtrails. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to see these trails in the sky all the time. And so oh, that's cool. A jet just went over. And then you started to see a whole bunch of them. And the next thing you know, everybody in your neighborhood was fighting and arguing, and you didn't know why. Okay, and, and you really didn't know why. I mean, everybody was fighting. So he, he started riffing about the chemtrails. And he started to say things that uh, hit home so hard. And I would recommend that everybody try to get what he said online or wherever and try to get a copy of it and just listen to it because the, uh, I was so moved that I had to write the song. And then when you leave, when you leave, with all the hassle, can you have that love? I'm so tired of you black folk walking around looking all evil like that's going to change something. Looking all mean and talking all crazy. Let them tell you about your children. If I sit here today, and these are all white folks. And they're putting some sleeping pill in my water. And I sit up here and doze off and go to sleep. And everybody told in the world, niggas is lazy. <laughs> they tired. No, that's because you too naive enough to know what they're putting in my water. Okay? Your children ain't violent because they're black. They ain't violent. Most people in the world live in a ghetto. They don't kill people. What are you putting in my malt liquor, white boy? What are you putting in? Huh? Hear me. And it's your fault, too. Malt liquor is made by white companies, but only sold in black neighborhoods, and you ain't checked it to see what's in it. Huh? How much lead are you putting in my neighborhood? Lead affects my thinking capacity. Lead is only one thing on the planet more dangerous than lead, and that's manganese. Manganese will make you kill your mama. And let me tell y'all something. If you want to see the largest homicide rate in the world, it ain't in no black ghetto in America. It's a little town in Australia where them white folk homicide rate is 200 times what their population is. And that town just happened to be located across the street from a manganese plant. Sit back down, that, Dick. Don't lose that mic. Yeah. That, that town is located across the street from a manganese plant. How much manganese are you spraying in my neighborhood at night while I'm asleep? How in the world can a nine-year-old child find a heroin man, but the FBI can't find it, and you're going to tell me that's a black thing? Y'all crazy? What is this about? These are the things that need to change while this brother and sister's on their way to the White House. And when you see Hillary and y'all see Brother Barack, 
thanking for me. And you white folks need to be thankful. Because if y'all had a brother like me, y'all would really be in trouble. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, Dick Gregory. I was so moved that I had to write the song. The other thing is the first line of the song says I was born uh, on the same plantation in the United States of the red, white, and blue. And we live in a place now that feels just about like a plantation. We're all indentured servants, you know. Um, when I found out there were eight presidents before George Washington, I wanted to smack somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to know why. Thanks. So you hear the brothers talk about chemtrails and um, how do you, he uh, he noticed the change in our personality and how we became more aggressive. And, um, and that was back in the 80s, you know what I mean? Well, actually, he was a young man in the 60s and 70s, being born in 1958, if I'm not mistaken, June 7th, 1958. So in the 60s, the early 60s and late 70s, he was uh teenager in the late 70s, so he was paying attention to his external reality a little more so around that era, and he noticed, uh, you know, those jets coming about what we call contrails back then, I think it was something, you know, they was just putting in there, you know, contrails, meaning that they was making a, a cumulus, condensing certain elements, putting chemicals, those chemicals, you know what I'm saying, putting elements out there, but it was supposed to be like the jet fumes or whatever, somewhere like um, when we drive in the car, you know, and that those streams come out the back of the car, you know, but uh, we kind of found out that there was actually chemicals involved in that. And some of those chemicals are still in the lead, but, you know, basically barium and aluminum are two of the most uh, highly present elements or particulates that are in those chemical trails, you know, and those two elements right there alone causes, and we know from the fact, for a fact that aluminum in our food or in our, like, the, the drinks, cans and stuff like that has affected the elderly population over the past 50 years and caused, uh, you know, Alzheimer's as well as uh, dementia. You can read the book Why Doctors Matters by um, the good brother T. Owens. Hold on, let me read it out real quick. Make sure I get everybody. Um, Edward Bruce Bonham, Ann C. Brown, Richard D. King, and T. Owens Moore. Uh, Why Doctors Matter. It speaks on that in there how aluminum has um, blocked the pathways for the correct production of melanin or and neuromelanin through the brain. And that's what's causing a lot of the problems with our elderly community as far as dementia and Alzheimer's is concerned. So, you know, he's speaking on chemtrails, and it goes to, to me, you know, he's a, he's one of those individual and dual self that was ahead of his time. One of the, the most popular songs he came out with was Purple Rain. You look at the word Kim, Kim means, of course, it means dark, you know what I'm saying, black, you know, so chemtrails, Purple Rain, you know what I'm saying, and, um, when you look at it again, you know, as I was saying earlier, purple is formed 
true colors, binary colors, that primary colors, I mean, primary colors of uh, red and blue. Uh, the red is the lower chakra, kundalini energy. So as that kundalini energy, red goes up into the blue sky, where we get purple, we get purple rain. So the brother was speaking on chemtrails and how it was affecting us through the kundalini energy and how it's refracting or reflecting off the barium and aluminum substrates, those chemtrails, then through the ancestors, through the intelligence. You know what I'm saying? He was just already talking about what it was doing. And so even the song, let me look at the word to the song, Purple Brain. Um, the beginning is like what he say, um, I never meant to cause you any sorrow, I never meant to cause you any pain. I only wanted one time to see you laughing. I only want to see you laughing in that purple rain. So what he's saying is he wanted to see us laughing in the purple rain after the the pain has has been generated or the physical reality, what we call pain, you know what I'm saying? As we have refocused the energy properly, we can now laugh when it gets to the blue, the sky, the throat chakra, and it turns into purple when it reaches the higher melanated center of the pineal gland. So when it when that happens, we can laugh, and we can laugh about the illusion, you know what I'm saying, and we can see the purple rain. And then it says, you know, purple rain, purple rain, uh, I only want to see you bathing in the purple rain, you know, bathing in the purple rain, out there just having fun in it, in yourself, in your kin, in your, you know what I'm saying, and they manipulating that. They're changing it up. It's the spirit now instead of love. You know what I'm saying? He was speaking on love. The next verse goes, I never wanted to be your weekend lover. I only wanted to be some kind of friend. Baby, I could never steal you from another. It's such a shame my friendship had to end. Who is that another? That another is the hidden self. That's that inner self, that inner happiness. You can't steal something. You know, we're all connected by cords. So those cords, we see each other there, you know what I'm saying, and we represent, we represent each other as who we are physically, yet still that interconnection is not the permanency. Like in the physical realm of what we're doing, the permanency is, is not me touching the next person like that as a weekend lover, only want to be some kind of friend, you know, that some kind of friend is the nearest friend. That's the L-I-L-E or whatnot. The nearest friend is within. That's that inner peace that I'm hotel. So, you know what I'm saying? So Prince, meaning um, Prince M, you know what I'm saying, and Hatep, meaning peace or inner peace. So the Prince of Inner Peace, you know what I'm saying? He had a, um, like I said, he had a knowledge or uh, he, he knew about himself even in this, even when he was writing this song right here back in, what, 1983, the song came out? You know what I'm saying? With the album 1999. I think that was the name of the album where he actually came up with the love symbol, you know what I'm saying? Or that's the symbol where he, um, what he started to use in 1998, you know what I mean? But that love symbol is inside of the, um, the collage of the word, per, I mean, uh, 1999, it goes from well, one to nine. And if you look at it, you'll see the symbol of peace and you'll see the masculine and the feminine, um, gender symbols in there as well. And that's where he, uh, put together as uh, as a scissor, if you if you will, or a metaneta to bring about his change by utilizing that symbol that no one had to uh, use for him in that aspect. Because it might have meant something else altogether. But what I'm talking about, you know what I mean? He's the only one that could experience that in in his 
uh, true self, his nature, through his experience. But he only wanted to see us in that purple rain, having fun, singing, you know, and doing our thing in love, you know what I'm saying? So the parasitic littles, you know, chemtrails, you know what I'm saying? We're dealing with uh, some manipulative um, demons, if you want, if you want, you know what I'm saying? They they want they want us not to be a collective. They want us to be separate. Yet separate meaning separate from our true self. You know what I'm saying? Separated from who we are by nature. You know what I'm saying? So and by nature we are we're here. You, you what the first thing he said was. Um, we have to go into the genome. We have to go into the DNA. You know, he he passed away at 57. We're going to get to some numbers right here real quick. He passed away at 57, and just by um, chance, I guess you could say, Vanity, one of his prodigies from um, back in the 80s, passed away a few months ago at the age of 57. So 57, uh, 5 plus 7, that equals 12. All right. And if you do both of them together, 12 to 12 equals 24. The 24th letter of the alphabet is X, right? So X means transformation. So he said, I'm transformed. That's a female and a male, both, you know what I'm saying, size of one's true self, left and right brain, high, lower, whatever logic created, you know, all those different angles of oneself. Yet, 57, 12 to 12, 24, X. X is also the genome or the chromosome. And within the chromosome, of course, the DNA. And that's the that's the indigenous aspect of ourselves. Indigenous meaning um, endo and gene. So black gene or the black source, source of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So naturally speaking, through the natural process of creation, you know, he, Purple Rain. You know what I mean? He saw those Kim trails and he wrote the song Kim with Purple Rain. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, he's very, he was prophetic, just like the other brothers, you know what I'm saying, um, that have um, passed before their time, if you want to say that, you know what I'm saying? But um, we go back to, because uh, I don't want to go all over the place with this and try to stick with... Uh, try to stay on the right path with it. I don't want to confuse nobody, or even myself, <laughs> you know what I mean? So get back to uh, entertainment, entertainment to put the mind, I mean, entertainment means to, uh, to put silver and lead in the mind three times to cause it to be weak. So three times, that that's, the, you know, the trinity, basically, man, woman, child, you know what I'm saying, um, son, father, I mean, mother, father, son, uh, mem, alif, noon, you know, the the, um, the spirit, the son and the Holy Ghost, all that good stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. You know, it's all, whatever triad we want to look at. Yet yeah, that's three times putting that those particulates in the mind or in the brain three times cause it to be weak. You know what I mean? So that's entertainment. Um, entrainment by by um, the use of the word in biomusicology is the synchronization of organisms to an external rhythm. Entrainment, you know what I'm saying? That's by that's in biomusicology. So bio meaning life, you know what I'm saying? 
like organisms and music, you know what I'm saying? So it's the synchronization of organisms to that external rhythm. You know what I'm saying? The synchronization of life, of organic life with some type of external rhythm. The collective being controlled basically through some type of rhythm. And you know that music right now ain't music where it used to be. It, it doesn't generate love. It doesn't generate a feeling in our soul that represents a feeling of honesty or give off that expression of truth, of balance. Right now, music gives us an expression that's of the Kundalini, of the lower aspects of the Kundalini, that when it's hitting up there in, the, in that blue sky and it, it generates the color purple, it turns into the, it's bouncing off the chemtrails instead. It ain't generating color purple like when we were, we're thinking on the purple rain, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's generating that, uh, the trail of tears, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to get into how, well, since I spoke on it, the trail of tears, if we look at the trail of tears and then what happened the day of uh, 420, we uh, were uh, given, um, Harry Tubman was given the $20 bill. You know, she was going to be placed on the $20 bill. And we know that um, Andrew Jackson was one of the um, slaveholders or whatever that, of the South, whatever, and in North Carolina here, he he was upheld as one of their favorites too. You know what I'm saying? They loved him some, as far as Andrew Jackson was concerned. But he was one of the slaveholders that um actually pushed for the displacement of Native Americans and put to place them in, in reservations and whatnot. And that was what led to what we call the Trail of Tears. You know what I'm saying? So that goes back to um Purple Rain. Also goes back to chemtrails. You know what I'm saying? So everything happens in one day. It all happens at zero time. You know what I'm saying? You know, so now we look at the word entrainment as far as chronobiology. So that's the alignment or of a Circadian system period and phase to the period and phase of an external rhythm. So that means it's 60 seconds on the clock, 60 hertz. You know what I'm saying? All those different um Alignments of the Circadian, meaning a circle that's a cycle that's continuous, that's from a, a external means. The alignment of a, a Circadian or Circadian system period and phase to the period and phase of an external rhythm. So something that's out there, just like with the um, biomusicology of entrainment, is the synchronization of, of life to an external rhythm. So, like we get these certain sounds, these certain tones, these certain frequencies. Through, you know, through the activation and activity of heart systems. And then we have CERN that's taking our kind of, you know, I want to get back into, but that's in the, we, we talked about it with on refresh, but they're taking this our kind of energy and, and it's bouncing up there, this, this blood is bouncing up there to the blue sky and it's creating the, what is happening on the planet Earth, you know what I'm saying? So we got to learn to live in love, you know what I mean, in place of fear, you know what I'm saying? The good brother. Um, passed away in transition the other day, wasn't nobody there. Just like with um, Whitney Houston, they so-called said she drowned in the tub. Did he have a cell phone? He was in a studio filled with electronics and 60 hertz that can easily be, um, you know what I'm saying, that can easily be picked up through radar, and they know where the brother lived at, you know what I'm saying? So we're dealing with a system, these parasitic littles that, they, well, they base their system of thought and their system of uh, 
a movement on certain aspects of, of cosmology as well as ritual. You know, so when we're dealing with uh, ritual, we're dealing with religious rites again. So religion is based on mythos, which is the knowledge, like we read in the Bible, that's the knowledge, and it's based on ritual, which is basically a, the observation of certain dates within that system of the knowledge, like Christmas, and then it's based on the metaphysical aspects or tying in the cosmological aspects with the mythos or the knowledge and the ritual or the observation of those dates. Like Christmas is on the 25th because of the how the sun, the physical solar sun actually sits still for three days or whatnot, and then it, it seems to go into the south or die. And then, well, you know, allegorically speaking, and then it rises back after that on the 24th, and then on the 25th we we so-called celebrate Saturnalia. You know, you know that's what they do. I, me personally, I don't observe any of those so-called holy days. I, you know, every day my birthday. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing to really look at like that at all and try to represent it or represent it as something that's physically, externally more um, prevalent than what we got going on in our inner self and our inner reality, our inner universe or whatever, our omniverse. Because once we get caught up on the physical thing out there, we're giving that power. That's the devil. That's the live. That's Satan, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? But in reality, we are generating and formulating that right there, but they know now how to manipulate it back towards us to where it ain't even looking like we're doing it. And it's, it's uh, unintentional, but, you know, but in actuality we are. And we are, but we've been played with again. We've been manipulated. So entrainment is um, the word for The word means basically to put the mind in the supreme state of suspense. You know what I'm saying? So that entrainment aspect is taking and putting the mind in a state of awe, you know what I'm saying? So it's like hanging from both sides. That's that, um, what's called fractionalization. I think that's what it's called, studying that as far as with the personality and how in psychology they turn on a switch or turn it off a switch. You know, some of the, also with brainwave entrainment, I'll read this real quick. I call brainwave entrainment unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment because we're not knowledge. Not, we, we don't know that it's taking place. You know what I'm saying? I know my mama don't know that every time she turns the TV on or she plugs in this blender or whatever and or she, you know, turns on um, certain, you know, electric appliances, she doesn't know that she's going to a brainwave entrainment process with this 50 hertz. And she, she doesn't know that she's agreeing to certain things outside of herself Unknowingly, so it's unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment. This is any practice that aims to cause brainwave frequencies to fall into step with a periodic stimulus having a frequency corresponding to the intended brain state. For example, to induce sleep. They said Whitney Houston was found drowned in a tub. Maybe she fell asleep because somehow they crept in there, this hidden hand, and crept in there because she had some plugged up or whatever. And they didn't beam some of them crazy stellar, you know, scalar waves in there, like they did them uh, military soldiers over there in Iran and Iraq conflict uh, in the in the um, early 90s, where they switched up real quick with their brainwave entrainment process and and gave up. So maybe they did that. I'm just hypothetically speaking, you know, what I'm saying this is from my own perspective. Yet, you know, it ha- yeah, it happens. You know, we're gonna get into that. It happened to me a minute back in 1990. I was in the military. 
got out in 95, 96, but get things, you know what I'm saying? All right, so it purportedly depends upon a frequency following response on the assumption that the human brain has a tendency to change its dominant electrophorogram or EEG, and that's a test that detects electrical activity in our brain using this small little flat metal disc with electrodes, you know what I'm saying, attached to our scalp. But um, the brain cells communicate via electrical impulses and are active at all times, even when we sleep. So this activity shows up as wavy lines on the EEG recording. Towards the frequency of a dominant external stimulus, such a stimulus may be aureal, that means through the ear. Remember, heart means highly active oral research program, as in the case of binaural or monaural beats and isochronic tones, both the visual as with the dream machine. So that dream machine is a TV, uh, basically. A combination of the two with the mind machine or electromagnetic radiation. So when they fuse this oral with this visual, this audio with this visual, which we will now call it, we call it television, tell a lie to our vision, telling meaning we're hearing and visual meaning we're seeing. This is a combination, and it's a powerful combination because it causes brainwave entrainment, unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment, what I call UA or UIB, you know what I'm saying? So that's what's happening a little something, something up underneath. Now, I'm, just, I'm sweeping this dirt from under the rug so we'll see in truth, and how to balance some of these things. Bal Ankh, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to get into that, too, because with hemispheric synchronization, that's natural brainwave entrainment. This is the potential and generally desired result of brainwave entrainment, and it refers to a state when the brainwave pattern of the right and left hemispheres become alike. All right? The symbol. You know what I'm saying? When, he fused, when Prince fused both of those symbols together, the feminine with the masculine, and the peace symbol, inner peace, hotel. That's where we have both hemispheres of the brain becoming alike, and we're in unison with self, inner peace. There's nothing external giving him happiness. It was his inner self, his inner work giving him happiness. All right, so a person with similar activity on both hemispheres is allegedly to be happier, more optimistic, more emotionally stable, and less prone to mental illness. As increased levels of synchronization are found naturally in people, increased levels of synchronization are found naturally in people who meditate regularly and people who are very content with their lives in general. I think Prince was a meditator. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't know. You know, for sure. I typed it in on Google. I thought Google had all the answers. You know, I thought Google was the internet guru. Yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't go to that ballpark for me. My computer was all jacked too. <laughs> Or getting this information together. That's what I but give thanks. Give thanks, you know what I'm saying? Alright, so that's brain that's natural brainwave entrainment. A nabi. Alright. So UIBI is um brainwave unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment where there's an external device creating some type of stimulus that causes the frequencies of the brain to fall in play with that external device. That can cause detriment to the physical body because the physical body is is connected by electrical waves as well. So when it's disrupted and it's not properly aligned through the spinal central nervous system, what takes place is the organ system can fall under attack. You know what I'm saying? So this silent war, with these silent war weapons, scalar weapons, can be utilized against one from distances far beyond what we are imagining. We think somebody walking in and maybe 
you know, choking somebody out or something like that when it could be just this telephone I'm using too much of putting and generating certain frequencies within my spinal cord that's going that can cause you know, that conflict within self and me pass out or whatever. My sister passed out one day. She was just got off the phone, she was walking and she was getting into the car and one of her friends, same thing happened at the same apartment complex. Was walking out the out the apartment they had been doing whatever they was doing in there, watching TV, got off the phone. She had got a call to go somewhere. Before she could get in the car, she passed out and busted her head open. She's still wearing the scar on the, on the side of the head. And so, and it happened to her friend at her house. She was actually over. It happened to her twice at the same apartment. She moved from that apartment since then. But, you know, they put these chemtrails in certain areas of our, um, you know, where we reside at because they know what melanated beings are. So they want to generate these feelings, these, you know, lower emotions so that it'll cause friction. You know what I'm saying? It's still a balance of fusing. It's causing confusion within those realms, all right? All right, so now let's get into the ritual, actual dates. I'm not going to go through the whole year right here, right now. But you can look it up. It's probably a occult ritual, so calendar, occult ritual calendar. Just type it in on Google and you'll see this. But um. Starting from April 19th to May 1st is blood sacrifices to what they call Molech or um, the beast or whatever. Uh, also, uh, they do five rituals from that time. Five sacrifices required on April 19th. You know what I mean? Uh, so from April 19th to May 1st, it's a 13-day period. 13, that's the letter M on, in the Hebrew alphabet, and that means um, blood, chaos and water, right? So 13 is blood, chaos, and water. What we just was mentioning on, again, is the color red, blood or pain, physical reality, going up into the blue sky, right? Blue, water, wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Wisdom comes forth through. It comes in silence, but we have to communicate that wisdom outwardly. So that's the throat chakra again, color blue. So blood and water mixed creates purple rain. But in this aspect, it creates chaos somewhat, disorder. So here we are again, give thanks, you know what I'm saying, to Aunt Who, I say. You know what I'm saying, that brother was a good brother. And we're about to see how powerful he is in reality because, okay, then look at this right here. On April 19th, they were supposed to resurrect the archway of the Temple of Baal in London and in New York on April 19th, right, of this year. You know what happened over there in uh, well, uh, Syria, if I'm not mistaken. They blew up uh, some of those. They blew up uh, the that monument. Well, they blew up the area. They had, you know, the so-called ISIS had uh, that, that whatever was going on over there, the ISIS state, ISI, Islamic State, but it was in Palmyra, Syria, and the uh, they blew up the whole place, but they the temple bell was still there, and uh, they say that this temple was like it was a pagan thing, you know what I mean? Pagan basically means Anson, pagan mean great, or whatever, but it ain't pagan. Is, it's a misnomer, and it's a, they now use it as a derogatory word against um, the actual teachers of this system of thought that has now developed this chaotic world, but we didn't, 
it can be utilized. It, when utilized properly, this information utilized properly, it can be beautiful, you know. But as we know right now, this cabal, these, these uh, agents out here that have taken this information and, and utilized it unpro- improperly and not teaching the masses truth and, and balance is now falling on right now. We, you know, we're going to turn that Kim trail to the real Kim, you know what I mean, to the real dark, you know what I mean? So, um, so they said they're going to rebuild it. It's about 3D years, but they didnn't do it on the 19th. But, this was, but see, they give us something to chew on. They always want to give us something to bite down on, to think about and talk about, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, but, you know, that was what was supposed to take place on April 19th. You know what I mean? So remember, April 19th to May 1st is a 13-day period of where, See my computer's crashing. I don't. I hopefully we're not falling off on the on the on communication. Of course, on the correspondence, but you keep saying that shockwave is crashing over here. But anyway, we keep it moving. So they saying that uh, they were going to rebuild that, and that's the Temple of Baal, Moloch, or whatever Malik, Malik meaning ruler, Baal meaning um, Lord. You know, so a ma- or master, you know what I'm saying, representative of Saturn as well. But we can go back in time, we can look at this date, April 19th, which is supposed to be a five sacrifice on April 19th. And what, what, but look at what happens the next day. What do we all, I don't say we all, but what do a majority of the, the or Americans do on April 20th? We have what is called 420. What are we doing 420? We smoke. What is smoke relating to? Fire. You know, so if there's some type of, you know, conspiracy, ritualistic activity that had the collective has been um, unintelligibly, you know, artificially brainwaved or brainwashed into believing it's something that we should be doing when they actually utilizing that energy for the April 19th fire ritual. You know, you know what I'm saying? So April 19th of uh, 1993, what took place in Texas, Waco, Texas, Oklahoma, I mean, uh, the Branch Davidian complex with, you know, with your boy, um, what's his name? Uh, I forget his name, but it was the, something, David, I can't remember, but he was out there and, you know, they went in there and they, they burnt it up, basically, ritual, right? Then Oklahoma City in 1995 with Timothy McVeigh, where he blew up stuff and he even said that he did it because uh because of what happened in, in Waco. You know what I mean? So that was on April nineteenth. Both incidences were on April nineteenth and it was uh dealing with fire. So is is uh David what David Koresh, that was his name, is he is he still living? Is he dead? You know what I'm saying? Is he alive? Is he dead? You know, are you all right? Are you okay? is Timothy me Timothy McVeigh alive? Is he dead? I mean, who knows? Is Prince alive or dead? Is Biggie Smalls or Tupac alive or dead? You know, Biggie Smalls had the, the Machiavelli album that, you know, Machiavelli wrote the book, The Prince, that, you know what I'm saying, was talking about faking his own death. Um, or he was just ahead of his time. Biggie Smalls had the album, album Life After Death, you know, prophetic, or is he just, you know, or is he alive still? You know what I'm saying? But yet yeah, we all know what's going on. These brothers were definitely before that time, and they knew that something was going on. 
outside, you know what I'm saying, that was far um, beyond what the masses is looking at. So, you know what I mean? Now, going, going back into, let's go back in time just a little bit more, not so far away, but let's go to 2014, uh, April 18th, when uh, Prince Roger got the rights back or he got his uh, catalog back. He signed the contract back with, you know, WB, Warner Brothers or whatever, and he was able to get his rights back to his music, the Masters, but he had to sign the contract. Yeah, instead of April 18th, 2014, you know what I'm saying? He was still against it. So he was out, you know, going out there, lashing out, you know what I'm saying? He didn't like it. He didn't want to be back, but he got the rights of music back. You know, beforehand, he was on, he was doing it through the net, and he was, uh, you know, getting it, you know, getting it done that way. But when he got the um, the actual published rights or, or the masters, it was he was happy about that. You know, so that was April 18th, 2014. Now, last year, same time last year, we, if you recall, um, the good brother Frederick Gray was um, arrested and apprehended by the Baltimore police, and he was announced um, dead, so-called dead, on April 19th, 2015, right? Okay, and then uh, after after the um, the arrest of the of the, um, the police, and then I think the, they released them, Oh no! It was after the funeral. Yeah, after the funeral, there were more protests, and then they burnt up um, the CBS and, and it was other fires, and they were looting. You know, the brothers and sisters, what they were looting and all that. And that was uh, April twenty seventh, April twenty fifth. You know what I'm saying? And then they had martial law and all that. Uh, they shut down Baltimore for a minute. All right. So look at the word right here: Baltimore. Baltimore. Who are they worshiping or this ritual, you know, with this cabal, these so-called Jews or whatever? They're they, they dealing with, again, um, the Kabbalistic rites, the mystical system of the, the, Kabbal, the, um, the Kabbalah. All right? Now, like they were saying, they're going to resurrect what? They're going to rebuild the Ark of Baal or whatever, right? So this Ark of Baal, the Temple of Baal, is really... Uh, in the Kabbalistic sense, it's based on the tree of life and the two pillars. The two pillars are the left and right pillars of uh, Boaz and Jokin or Jasad and uh, Gabara. Gabara meaning strength and and uh, Jasad meaning mercy or love. Um the also meaning severity. That means slave, you know what I'm saying, or one who is um, acting under the will of something governed by something other than itself. So we need strength. So we have Boaz, that's Gebera, that's the left pillar. Then we have Joachim, or Joachim, Joachim means, um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, it means the establisher, established by God, the so-called father of Mary or Maura. You know what I'm saying? The Imara means the great sea. You know what I'm saying? The great sea is that purple rain again. You know what I'm saying? That's the tears of rock. You know what I mean? That's that sweet nectar coming from 
our pommel gland, the crown chakra, or the, you know what I'm saying, the, when all of that activity is fused together, it goes into the pommel gland, Peru, and that light goes back into the body and formulates the, the physical body. And when it's in truth and in love, then that physical body will go back out externally and formulate the, the physical reality or that spiritual light that goes within will come out and, and formulate the spiritual, I mean, the physical reality properly. You know what I mean? They didn't want us to use that purple rain, you know what I'm saying, to bring up the pain, you know, those tears, those trails of tears, infuse them and, and bring up the, and communicate it in love. You know what I'm saying? They want us to communicate it the way we feel it inside of that realm of fear. You know what I'm saying? That false experience appearing real, that illusionary reality. You know what I'm saying? That Maya Maya. They don't want to, you know, or the parasitic illusions or the, one, the, the ones that utilize cabal or the cabal, the cabal. Uh, the Kabbalah in that way, you know what I'm saying? The Kabbalah means to, uh, it's a uh, or tradition. It means basically, I mean, I think Kabbalah means to uh, speak, you know what I'm saying? Because it was passed down through an old tradition, basically, you know what I'm saying? So it, it means to tell, speak the truth. And that's, this again is the affidavit, my affidavit, and this is the rebuttal of what they have given to us visually. And then how the media has giving us, uh, you know, some type of uh, escapism of our true nature by telling us lies, feeding us lies. All right, so that's Boaz and Jokin. That's the art of, of or the, the what they call uh, the uh, temple of uh, a bell or whatever that they were going to resurrect on the 19th, which in, in retrospect and in balance is not a, it's not something external. That's something that's going on within the human body as well. Those two pillars are representative of either Impagala and the Sushamana. So the middle pillar is uh, where this Doth is located or the knowledge is located. And then the, you know, Judgment and Mercy or Boaz, Gabara, Jokam, which aside. So Boaz, Gabara is um, the left pillar, either then society or um, Jokin is the right pillar. And what what took place on October first, no, October third through the fifth in South Solano. What was the name of the hurricane? Hurricane Joaquin. That's the Spanish derivation of Joaquin. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't switch up the wordage, but this hurricane or Haru Ka Na, you know what I'm saying, this this light of the spirit of uh the hidden waters of new, you know what I'm saying? This is what, you know what I'm saying, they don't want us to see. That's that that's that love right there. They want us to see the fear. Oh, it's horrific. Everybody's drowning. You know what I'm saying? Remember, metaphysical language is the re-transformation. They already transferred, they transformed these words into what they want us to believe, be laise. You know what I'm saying? So now we re-transform these words into different avenues and portals of thought. So we're opening up the mind even more, more lavishness of thought. So we can go out. And look at these words and like, oh, nah, that don't mean world. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's not the earth. You know, break it down to an acronym and see what it means. You flip it the other way. You got earth, terror. Terror is, the, you know, was the ancient name of the planet earth as well. All right, so um, they, when they terraform something, that means they're, they are changing the landscape. So terraforming, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they come through and they, they, they change the landscape of the earth into what they want to, like Walmart's all over the place and TJ Maxx's and stuff like that. They, they're changing natural 
things and they terraformed our mind. The natural mind has terraformed it into an unnatural means of thinking by these brainwave entrainment process. All right, so but that's what that that whole um thing is right there when speaking on um when speaking on that uh the the arc of uh of Baal, you know, Baal meaning Lord but or whatever master. So when he got his masters back April eighteenth of two thousand fourteen they weren't too happy about that, you know what I'm saying, as far as the Warner Brothers is concerned. They weren't too happy about that. Now, how does that tie in with the good brother, um, Frederick Gregg, right? His uh, transition was April 19th of 2015. So we look at the name. The ancestors speak through words and symbols. These are ancient names, ancient words, ancient symbols. Yeah, when we're just looking at what's happening, so that's not spiritualizing the situation. We're looking at the the energy and motion and how the frequencies or how we have um, pretty much through our personality, through sound, you know what I'm saying, have generated and then regenerate that energy outwardly, and we look at it through the emotions, you know what I'm saying. Remember, emotion, emotionless or whatnot, whatnot means to aggravate and stimulate the soul or mind. Remember, the soul and mind or whatever, mind is all the soul, is the memory holder. So it's taking in feelings and operation of the feelings or the senses, taking in and holds the memories, you know what I'm saying? So it's at a lower state, and we're taking it in as, you know, this perpetual fear that's going on, then that's the memories that we have within our soul. And then when we rebroadcast it, so to speak, if the incarnation or we stay in that cell, you know what I'm saying, the incarcerated aspect, if one has to be reincarnated or reincarcerated, go back to jail or, or to that cell, then the memories that's within that cell will be based on fear as well. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, get to that love standpoint and then find out for yourself and experience it. You know what I mean? Um, one thing, so like like they say, hearing is believing, seeing is knowing, and experiencing is becoming. I don't know if they say it or if that's something I said. I'm not sure about that. I don't, I don't know. It's something I just jotted down on a piece of paper one day. And it's just I noticed that, you know, when we hear something, we believe it, you know what I'm saying, to be true. And then we see something, we say, oh, knowing now that I see it now, I know that that's what really happened. Because sometimes we hear something, we, we believe it, but that don't mean it's true. But seeing it, that means, oh, I know this happened. But when we experience it, that means we have become what has happened, not just by seeing it or hearing it. We know it to be true in all aspects by actually doing it, you know what I mean? So experiencing is becoming. You know, we're experiencing a lot of stuff, but are we becoming who we truthfully want to become or who we necessarily are already? You know what I'm saying? They got so much going on, these parasitic littles, got so much going on out there that is that is confusing us. So let's get back to April 19th of um, 2015 and the meaning. Okay, so Frederick Gray, all right, the name Frederick um, goes into um, uh, oh, a Frederick means peace, and you know what I'm saying it's like Rick the ruler, you know what I mean, slick Rick. But so we got peace for ruler, right? So freed, F R I D, freed means peace, 
okay? It's an English form that means peace. And um, Reek or Reich means ruler or power, but also can be defined as prince, you know what I mean? So we look at, when we see this Frederick Gray, Frederick Gray, again, gray means um, it's a color between white and black. So it's an unknown color that's in between there, but when we mix them together, we get the color gray. But we say it's a gray area. That means we, when we're saying that, it means it's an unknown area. And that unknown, in, in uh, as far as um, in arithmetic, unknown is equivalent to X, right? So Frederick Gray breaks down to um, Amhotep, unknown, or Amhotep Osir. The X also is representative if you're looking into esoterically, also holding the um the um the scepter and the, the crook in the in the um in the staff. The shepherd's crook in, in the um and the flail, I mean. So, you know, the shepherd's crook is is taking and pulling in the lower self or the animal, you know what I'm saying, and the the flail is taming creating obedience within the animal nature. You know what I'm saying? But this, this X right here is also representative of um, the chromosome. All right? So that chromosome or that vortex is bringing in the genomes, you know, those uh, patterns of light that we speak on as the spectrum codes, you know what I'm saying? And that's the hidden light of the intelligence, the, the uh, infinite, immortal, internal hidden light of the intelligence. That's basically external and internal melanin when we utilize it properly and how that formulates and goes into the genome or into that indigenous aspect, the original aspect of ourselves, that first cell, and it wakes it up and makes it pop up out of there, and we see ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We see who we are. That's knowledge itself. And this knowledge itself ain't based on the interpretation of what we're looking at in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? This, this, this thing is something that's far greater than ourselves again. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, Frederick Gray, Frederick meaning ruler of peace. So that's Amotel. You know what I mean? So last year, same time, April 19th, is when they announced Frederick Gray, you know, ruler of peace, Amotel Osa, ruler of peace, of the Lord of the Perfect Dark, um, is when they said he had passed or his, his ascension had taken place. Uh, and this is in Baal Tamare. Baal, again, is uh, meaning Lord or Master. Ta ti mo re, you know what I'm saying? Ancient name of Africa, or uh, also Kemet, Tamare, meaning beloved. All right, so it's the Lord of the beloved. And what's the after David? David is to the beloved son. You know, David meaning the beloved son. What was the name of the dude? Uh, David Koresh. Koresh means uh, holy. You know what I'm saying? So the holy um, or divine beloved son. You know what I mean? So David or Dawid Koresh, and we're going to the Mogan Dawid. What's the Mogan Dawid? That's, that's the beloved uh, star or the star of the beloved son. Mogin, M-O-G-E-N, means star in Hebrew, and Dawid means um, the beloved son. So what is the Mogan Dawid? That's that star David, but in retrospect, in reality, that's the fusion of the lower and higher cells coming into the pyramidal or the triangulated type of aspect where we have the um, the energy coming down from the heavens 
in that arc, or the, I mean, in that peak, as it forms into a pyramid, or I mean, well, a triangle coming down. Then we have one coming from the Earth, and when they meet in the center, they form later to a Merkaba, or to the Star David. Okay, so that that's um, Baltimore Ray, Tamar Ray, meaning um, the beloved land, but also meaning Ta, uh, meaning land. Moon meaning water, and rain meaning fire. So that's the Lord of the land, the, the uh, waters, and the fire. Okay, so the fire again. So I, I did a blog last year around this time. I did two blogs. One was called From the Seed to the Fire, and then there was also one that was uh, the entraining thing, the uh, entraining entertainment in, in, or, in, in, or entrainment. Entraining, in, in entertainment, or entraining. So we're looking at that, that again. Ball, when we uh, convert that L to a R, remember the L and R's are interchangeable, so we convert the L to a R, we have bar. You know what I'm saying? And bar means grain or seed. So it's the seed of the beloved um, land. And who is the seed of the beloved land? That's the indigenous people. You know what I'm saying? Baltimore. All right? Um so now we're looking at these dates. You know, I know the date, but it leads up to May 1st. May 1st is the Beltane. You know, that's the, the, the big date where they get, you know, they get all festive with uh, the activities and it comes to a big bubble and pops or whatever. And it, it, for them, about the, I, not, you know, nothing to put no negativity on that. But this is not, you know, what they're showing us is not the whole truth. So, you know, I'm bringing a little bit of something, but like I said, some metaphysical insights to this corruptive system to give us some balance and not be so caught up on the happening as we see it. You know what I'm saying? It, it's all in the loose. So have fun with it. Don't get caught up on the emotional exchange where based on that fear mechanism, that love this thing and see what it's doing for you and your experience. You know what I'm saying? Prince Godly, you know what I'm saying, or whatnot, divine. You know what I'm saying? He even came up with this symbol that's talking about, you know what I mean, both realms of reality within his walk and how he infused both of those realms together to create inner peace within himself. I'm hotel. In hotel. You know what I'm saying? So um, that day, of uh, May 1st, the Beltane Festival, and we can go back when Obama was inaugurated, I think it was the year after, when o, uh, Osama bin Laden was uh, found over there in Afghanistan, and they ran him into a cave, and then finally they found him and everything, and, and they put him on a boat, and, and they uh, so-called killed him and burnt him and then threw him over in the water. So they had a fire festival, and... Um, and it culminated on the day of uh, of May 1st or May Day of, I think it was 2010, if I'm not mistaken. So that was a human sacrifice that, t- that took place, that you know, so-called took place on that day, you know what I'm saying, allegedly. But this year, um, and it's also required that they, had, they say it's required that a human sacrifice takes place on May 1st and a fire sacrifice takes place on April 19th. That could be in relation to what we always do on on uh, April 20th as far as uh, the 420 could it could be in relation to that, you know what I'm saying, and this bell chain holiday. All right, but um, 
Also, this year is the 240th anniversary of the um, alleged Illuminati's inauguration back in, 19, I mean, 1776. So this is supposedly the 240th year of their um, existence. That's, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's cool. Because in, in retrospect, Illuminati, Illuminati means the light or the sons of the light. And since everyone has a pineal gland or pineal gland, then we're all sons of the light. We all basically got here the same way we came out the, you know what I mean, came out the womb of a mama. I don't want to get no niggas' names. But if we came out of that right there, then we all here the same way. And mama and daddy formulated that energy the same way. And that was through, you know, through um, cosmic, galactic, and solaric uh, energy or, or stardust. They say, well, I found out straight through 8 billion tons of solar energy is coming down on the planet Earth, you know, and that goes into what also is taking place on April 19th. Um, China is, is planning to uh, launch this new yuan-denominated gold pricing fix on April 19th this year. So I, what is gold? Gold is, you know, started as sun dust or solar dust, you know, basically. So, you know what I'm saying? And that also ties into Haru, light or sun. You know what I'm saying? So who is Haru? Haru, that's us. You know what I'm saying? The pineal gland takes in that light. You know what I'm saying? So all of us have this eye of Haru, this eye of Ra. You know what I'm saying? We're getting the tears of Ra within it. We're getting that, you know, the purple rain, yet they didn't mix it up a little bit with these external activities to cause us to be disruptive emotionally and mentally. You know what I mean? And, and then... um also with other things, you know, like uh, dealing with current events, um, you know, so you, I just tied in last year's event or whatever, this that ritual last year with uh, the good brother Amotep Osir, you know, Prince of Peace, Lord of the Perfect Black, that's Freddie Gray, and then tied it in with, you know, with uh, Prince Rajiv, you know what I'm saying? Prince Roger, look at this, his name and that answer, Prince Roger Nelson. All right, so Prince, that's Piri Naka. So that's the, Pir is the house or the temple of wisdom. Roger is Ra. Um, that's the intelligence. And Jir is silent. It also means love songs. This is in the method next year. It also means love songs. And it also means... um. Shield. So um, then, so that so that's uh, the house or the temple of wisdom that protects the silent love songs of the intelligence. Then we have Nelson. Um, we ended, we changed that L to an R. We have Nir. So Nir means strength and victory. So Nir son son means brother. So Nir son means the brother of strength and victory. So when we're looking at that right there, we, we got um, the whole sentence would be, or the whole statement would be, um, the temple of wisdom that protects the silent love songs of the intelligence from the brother of strength and victory. Then let's go back to strength and victory. Strength is um, Gabara, victory is Netsack. These are two these are two um spears on what we call the tree of life 
or that's in the Kabbalist system is called the tree of life, right? Um, and it's also in the comedic system because it's derived from from ancient Africa. But this, these two modalities are sitting on Gabara sits in the fifth spirit, Netzach sits in the seventh spirit. Gabara meaning strength and victory, victory meaning Netzach. He was 57, 57 years old in his transition. All right, five and seven. In that middle pillar, coming from five to seven, going down that on that that, that line, that diagonal line going from five to seven, you, you can't Google the tree of life, the Kabbalistic tree of life, and you see what I'm talking about. But the middle pillar is Tepara or Tatara. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? That's Haru in there, in the, in the center of that. But Tepara meaning beauty. So five, that's um, Gebera, strength. Six, Tepara, that's beauty. And um, Tasai, I mean, Netzach. N-E-T-Z-A-C-H, if I'm not mistaken, that's seven. I mean, that's um, that's um, um, victory. So his last name, Nir San, Nir in um, the Kemetic sense or the ancient African dialect of the Metinetir, one of the most ancient dialects, the mother language, if you will, the mother language, you know what I'm saying? It means, Nir means strength or victory. Coincidence? I don't think that's. I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? These are the light code spectrums. This is the rearrangement of what they have given us. Really, the ancestors speak through us through different mechanisms and means, and one of them is through words and symbols. When we can break that word and symbol down back to its origin, its indigenous state, then we can see more of the truth of the reality that's taking place in front of us, and not the portrayed reality the false reality, the illusionary reality, this great illusion, the Maya Maya, we rearrange it, retransform, you know what I'm saying, what has already been transformed through the metaphysical language. We retransform it through metaphysical language. So Joaquin, I mean, not Joaquin, but Gebera, which is also, you know, Joaquin, and then Netzek, which is on that side of, uh, I mean, Joaquin is on the side of, of seven, of Netzek, and Gabera's on the side of five, um, Gabera. Alright? So that goes with goes back to the Gabera and decide the strength meaning Gabera and mercy means um decide. Alright, so in the center is Tepra, that's Saru. So you have the mother father principles on the left and right, and then you have the son in the middle. You know what I mean? Susamana. You know what I'm saying? The, the central nervous system collecting both energies and bringing it back up to the root, to the root, the head, resh. You know what I'm saying? And that's resh is what letter of the Hebrew letter, alphabet, the 20th letter. You know what I'm saying? Resh meaning head means the top. What happened on the 20th? The 20th is the transitionary date of, of, of misinformation, basically. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, well, that's that, that's that divinatory, div- I mean, the um, how they, um, was attempting to uh, deviate our attention on something else. So they gave us uh, a false sense of hope, which is it's cool, though. You know what I'm saying? To have a, the sister Harriet Tubman, Harry, Haru, it, you know what I'm saying? So the light of the planet Earth, you know what I'm saying? Tubman, to by mind, uh, to um, uh, tie, again, Earth, uh, and then by um, the soul, 
in mind, meaning continue, I mean daily. So the daily activities of the, the earth and the sun or the soul, you know what I'm saying, the daily activities of the soul on the planet earth and through the light, of, you know what I'm saying, of the earth. But they they put, like I said, the diversity or deviating or activating that within by putting it on this piece of paper, which we know has no real value in that as far as resources is concerned. So if, if this, you know, emotional thing, and what bill do we use the most as far as, or what note do we use the most as far as in our exchange of monetary notes? The $20 bill is one of the most used in America. You know what I'm saying? So they put it on the one that we're going to touch all the time. This is dealing with energy. You know what I'm saying? Energy and motion. You know what I'm saying? So stuff a philocalus. It's a germ that's in the hand, right? You know what I'm saying? So this stuff of philocalus or whatever, when it's exchanged from person to person, we are exchanging our energy. This is like, you know, spitting on somebody basically. You know what I mean? But we're exchanging this energy from place to place. And since we are in agreement of it, even in our unknowingness and our unintelligibleness, or through the unintelligible um, artificial brainwave entrainment, because it's frequencies and sounds that are being generated through this activity in commerce. You know what I'm saying? We agree to certain things, then we go out there and we go and we play with it, even if we're not knowing. But they put that there intentionally on the 20th. They tell us, you know, yeah, uh, Harry Tubman's going to definitely be on the $20 bill. All right? So... They turn it on. Oh, happy. You know, it's 422. Oh, happy. You know, say happy, happy, joy, joy. Oh, what a great world it is to live in. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? But then the next day, they turn it off next morning. Um, Prince has transitioned, right? You know what I'm saying? The good brother, Prince, transitioned. And then later on that day, we get this information that um, 60 so-called KKK members, that they committed suicide, taking cyanide or something. And um, because the $20 bill uh, now has a melanated system, so they like, they'd rather be with Jesus. So they throw that religious thing in there, you know, these parasitic littles, this cabal, this, you know what I'm saying, these the so-called Jews throw that in there, and they um, change up our brainwave and train again, that, that, fract- that fractionization, that fractalization, always on and off, always on and off. You know, they, they turn us on to turn us off perpetually. And this is a, a state of fear, basically. They give us something to, to chew on, and then they say, nah, let me get that bone back. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You can't eat today. You know what I mean? I didn't want to chew on that bone in the first place. I don't want to say, oh, I got some, <laughs> I, I'm juicing. <laughs> I don't want to juice that bone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so, you know, and then they come to find out that um, the whole 60 Kuka Klan thing is a hoax anyway. You know, it was called TMZ World News. It's one of those entertainment websites that don't publicize uh, factual stories. They always had that uh, satire uh, type of information, you know what I'm saying, that comical information trying to stimulate, you know, that emotional reaction. You know what I'm saying? Again, emotions are, are stimulated or agitated by external means, and it's, it affects the soul and mind. So anything that can put a memory into the soul and mind the system or that um, those parasitic alludals who own the media, even if it's TMZ World News or TMZ.com or Times or whatever it may be, they own that and they put out the information 
for those purposes. And, you know, remember, the reason ain't the purpose, and the purpose isn't the reason. So when we're looking at this information, remember, it is not purposeful for us to believe in any of it because it's a, it's a lie all up in those beliefs, you know what I'm saying? All right, so, you know, again, I'm going through this. This is my rebuttal. I'm going point to point. I'm attempting to anyway. I'm doing what I, I you know, like I said, the ancestors, the star that gave me this answer. This is, and this came through a dream. Matter of fact, the sister is back now. Um, boom. Uh oh, I'm put on the spot. <laughs> Puma. Is she, is she still here? Is Puma here? Well, at any rate, yeah, I was going to let her come in and communicate with you guys on that. Poop. But yet still, so um, like I was saying earlier, we were speaking on that that night, and then, you know, we were speaking on uh, the symbol and Purple Rain and Prince in general for maybe about one minute. And then, you know, it, it is what it is. I had a little dream about something, you know. That's what I saw in my dream what I was speaking on earlier. You know what I'm saying? And he had on yellow. Yellow is representative of uh, spirit in some certain aspects. I was calling the queen, but um, I wanted her to expand on that a little something as far as what we were talking about. But it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. All righty, so we're worried. Uh, don't worry. Be happy. So I'm Hotep. I'm Hotep, Prince of Inner Peace. All right, so that inner peace is within, and um, there's nothing externally that's really going to make us happy. First, we got to find happiness inside. You know what I'm saying? And I never meant to cause you any sorrow. I never meant to cause you any pain. only want to see you laughing in that, you know, purple rain. And having fun, you know what I'm saying, inside, the, you know, inside, laughing in that purple, purple rain. So after that pain, that red, you know, coming up and, general, and getting back into the pond gland properly, we had a purple rain through, through the body. You know what I mean? All right, real quick, like, I'm going to also play, play this. This is a playback real quick with uh, – Basically, um, this is uh, just gonna play it real fast. This is Red Blue Pill speaking on some of uh, dealing with these music contracts. There's a lot of conspiracy theories flowing around about how just how Michael Jackson gained control over his catalog at Sony. He mysteriously died. We all know he called Tommy Mottola the devil. It's eerily similar with Prince, whereas he constantly told people how much you will be a slave if you sign a contract to the music industry, to the point where he even changed his name to a symbol. So I want Red and Blue, as you know, they was in the hip-hop industry. They got a lot of information that may not be privy to the outside masses. So I want them to go in a little bit about this thing that we call contracts, do they think this, there's any validity to this conspiracy theory? And just their whole take on what's been, what has transpired in the last 48 hours. On the nature of contracts and the similarities between Michael Jackson's situation and Prince's situation. 
Well, Michael Jackson, we know that he uh, was in control of a substantial archive, okay? He was in control of a substantial archive that encompassed more than just his music. You know what I'm saying? He had the Beatles, um, Beyonce, a whole bunch of other people dealing with Sony Musics with Prince, okay? He was dealing with Warner Brothers, okay? And, of course, we know uh, Warner Brothers was helmed by Edgar Brothman. Um, we're talking about Lia Cohen, all right? So we're really talking about the Mossad here without mincing our words. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about these, uh, you know, this, these Israelis that's up in this industry. The cabal, you know what I'm saying? All right, the Jewish mafia and things of that nature. He recently re renegotiated his contract after, I think they said about uh, eight plus years or what have you, from playing hardball with them. You know, um, of course, we famously know the case where he, to get out of his contract, he had to change his name to a symbol, all right, because you are contractually obligated to these labels. They own your identity. I have read numerous contracts, record industry contracts. You don't own your likeness anymore. You don't own your name. And if you don't own your name, you nigga, you don't own yourself, all right? And that's what Moors have been trying to even get through to the people for a minute, talking about these birth certificates and the contractual obligations that you have as a straw man and things of that nature. So he caught on to it, and he figured a loophole out that they didn't expect. But they knew that you niggas would be so obedient that you would not look at him and consider him a liberator. You know what I'm saying? You're going to look at him and see him as a freak, and see him as, you know what I'm saying, um, what he's saying is non-consequential to your circumstance because you want to get up under deodorant by any and all means necessary. So he's in control. He has, he's the master of his masters. I can do business with you, right? Master's talking to a master, not a master talking to a slave, a sovereign. I'm a license you. My materials, you don't own my materials anymore, but I'm going to take the big chunk over here to the homie because title is based on the artist owning their own masters. Maybe look at one of those contracts dealing with title. Shout out to Jay-Z if he damn sure figures something out. And that brother's a master because he, he retrieved control of his masters from Def Jam, you know what I'm saying, when he became president. That's why I have no issue with people calling him a master mason. You damn right, he's the master of his catalog. He's the master of his words. He's the master of his archive. You feel me? He's the master of the ceremony. Very few artists have been able to achieve this. The issue with the contracts that we've been bringing up on the show over the past few months, you know, like Blue Pill said, it's intricately related to what you see with the Moorish information stepping front and center and people being ready to hear the conversation that these brothers have about legalese, which is a language that we don't understand, but there's no excuse in the law for you not understanding the language because it is... Huh? Ignorance is no excuse to the law. So contracts are what is what is being used by the people who run these industries or these businesses or these corporations, and they're creating corporate slaves, not in name only, but in contract. So by owning your likeness, by owning your name, by owning your intellectual property, by owning your body, 
Are they not owning you? So do we not see a sophisticated form of slavery, henceforth the slave on the good brother's cheek when he was um, protesting, silently protesting, but using an emoji, a hieroglyphic, or medunetta to convey a point. So he created the androgynous symbol of the days and times that we are in, the, the Aquarian age, the Gemini, all right, like Biggie and Pac, okay, a visionary, like Ye, all right, going against, like Dre 3000, going against outside of the norm, going outside of the box, but being contractually obligated to stay within the box. Mostly, most of the time, European men who have mastered the language of technology, which is legalese, where color does not mean the same thing as color in your dictionary, where citizen or minor, for that matter, or, you know, debt debtor, you know what I mean, and, and creditor. So this wisdom... They don't want they don't want the people to to hip the people who are unhip. Right. Why do artists be like, you know, I'm, I'm getting my life back from this label. Yeah. I'm why do they make this why do they make this proclamation of what they're saying, right? And according to you, these are the geniuses amongst you because these are the niggas you listen to. Right? This is who you follow. These are your peep these are your pop pipers. So out of respect for this brother, this should be his true legacy. His true legacy was he was a freedom fighter. He was a liberator. He wanted to break people out of their contractual obligations to these slave corporations. All right? And this shit is larger than just the music industry. This is everybody that's going on right now. All right? So I'll stretch and say the planet, but we're talking about right here in this corporation called this country. You die, that's that. So when people search for a role model of sovereignty... Or when people search for a reference point of how to get in the, in the matrix and create your own lane where you're becoming a master, right, of your masters, you have your own estate, Paisley Park. So to be a sovereign, you have to have land. So you have your own estate. Just like Mike, you have your own estate, your own castle, your own land. Your own, huh? Yeah. Then you have control over your art and your craft or your creation, which is the intellectual property right here. So this is the path that you see many people in the conscious community attempting to do by saying that they're becoming sovereigns in their own right with the things that are created in right here in the, in the mind, which is the reservoir of all wealth. So here's a perfect example for me because he fought the machine and he won. With our brother Mike, with our brother Prince, I think that it lends to the mythos of who they are and what they left behind, that they would die in mysterious circumstances that we yet don't know. And then the people are questioning. I feel it's just part of the story. I feel it's part of the mythos. I'm still waiting for niggas to say that they was responsible. We did a meditation and an earthquake happened and shit, and I seen a rainbow that Mike died. I'm still waiting for that one. From removing ourselves outside the realm of conspiracy, let's put ourselves in the realm of common sense and say that the Steve Coakley's, the researchers that we have in the com that we had in the community, who were able to go to Dick Gregory's and things of that nature, the Professor Griffs and Red in the Blue, I feel like it's our duty to be investigators and, and dig deeper. I think that we can say without a doubt, we know that our brother Michael Jackson, you know, was taken out. You feel me, um, Prince? 
like I said, you know, it, it remains to be seen. We need more facts to come out. You feel me? We can have our speculations. We can have our elaborations and things of that nature. But we're going to need some more facts to come forward to the surface before uh, we can make an inconclusive um, determination as to what happened with this brother. You feel me? But I think that it's worth noting that all of those geniuses, all of these geniuses, all die mysterious deaths, part of their mythos. Last question. So it's kind of a metaphysical question. Uh, we all know that our cells vibrate. We're making a blue pill. His whole cellular structure is a song within itself. Just as you, just as me. We each create a certain tune, a certain melody, a certain harmony when we walk and talk that attracts and repels certain people if they vibe to that tune or not. The role of a musician down here, do you think a musician, because a person will say, well, why would the so-called Illuminati care about a fucking musician? Do you think being a musician down here represents the ultimate form of power? And I ask that because Michael Jackson was king of the fucking world, pardon my language. Never seen nobody, kings, queens, politicians, religious leaders, popes, people I read about. I've never seen nobody have the ability to move people the way he did. From 8 to 80, blind, crippled, and crazy. So with that being said, it seems as though musicians are able to touch people unlike nobody else. Unlike, unlike nobody else they're able to do that. So do you think that's the ultimate form of power when you incarnate here, down here, is to be a musician? Hell yeah. You know, unequivocally, yes. All right. Um, the fact that it's a fusion between sound, okay, musical instrumentation, and voice. All right. And tonality. So they said that, uh, you know, the word was flesh. You know what I'm saying? The word is powerful. I'm going to read a quote from my brother Prince, okay? He said, movies are real. Music is real. It affects people. It's real. The other night I went to a club and I watched a DJ control an entire room. Even politicians can't do that. So I feel that... um. When we're looking at the power of music and the suggestion that music, right, incorporates, when we look at the trivium and the quadrivium and the way that music combines all of those components, not only music but performance, performance art, you know what I'm saying? When people are enraptured in how you do what it is that you're doing, when people were seeing Mike, they were seeing him and fainting and falling out and shit like that. They wasn't listening to his music at home doing it. It was the enrapture of the actual presence of this particular being, this person. So it's just what So give thanks to those good brothers for um for that information. I hope I don't get cussed out and you know, whatever for yeah, you know, give thanks, you know what I mean. Um they really were bringing some light on on that how uh how those contractual agreements and, and you know and regaining one's true self, you know what I'm saying? 
you know, the straw man versus the sovereign, the lower self versus, you know, versus the higher self, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's in the mechanisms and realms of the physical reality by having to go and get these rich done. But that's, that's replacing the uh, aspect of what has taken place as far as what they have taken from us. This usurped throne of the indigenous being, the national natural blood and sweat being, and they have replaced it with a piece of paper. So, you know, it's not really fighting fire with fire, but like I said, common sense. You know what I'm saying? Conspiracy means to breathe together. So as long as we're looking at it in the way that they're giving it to us, and then we're conspiring in the same realm of that reality, and we're breathing in the same fumes of that fear. So we got to act in love, act in courage, you know what I'm saying, like fusing up the five elements. It's in place of fear in the kidneys, we rearrange that fear in the kidneys to courage, and we move and we walk with that, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's like, like he said, we vibrate. Our cells vibrate at a certain frequency. So if the frequency of the cell is vibrating on fear in place of love, then what is we going to perpetually uh, bring to us? You know what I'm saying? We're going to bring fear to us. So as long as I'm walking up to this brother and I walk in in a state of fear, then that, that's all I'm going to resonate to, or this sister I'm going to resonate to, brothers and sisters in my general um circumference that's going to be fearful, you know, and I don't want no, you know, spineless brothers and sisters around, so that's probably why it's not really a lot of people around me like that, and I ain't saying that I ain't got fear, you know what I'm saying, I'm dealing with it, you know what I mean, dealing with it just like everybody else, you know, you know, but rearrange it, change it. And walk in love, walk in truth, walk in balance. And, and then that you see what we'll build that courage together. And, and you know what I'm saying? And no man is an island. So it's going to take us, Jesus, that's us. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take all of us as collectors, you know what I'm saying, to do this properly. You know what I mean? Because like the good brother was mentioning, um, we all in this together. You know, first the self, then the source. You know, indigenous, you know what I mean? So the, the dark source or the indigenous, that black source, that melanin. You know, and that, it, it's not about race either. It's, it's the human race, basically. You know, we we out here thinking we in a competition of race, you know what I'm saying? Then we misplacing the information again. You know what I mean? It, it's not about who is who or whatever, you know, all that stuff. That's cool and stuff, but then at the end of the day, that's another distraction. That's another diversion, and it's you know, usurping our energy as well. You know, it's paying attention to the wrong thing. We need to pay attention to what's going on inside. That person outside ain't going to make me happy. I can rearrange and change all that shit on the outside just because the inside has changed. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've knocked on doors one way and just knocked on it the other way and seen that door open when I knocked on it when my inside changed. But when my inside was corrupted, the door that I knocked on, no, no deal. But when my inside became balanced and wasn't chaotic, then the doors that I knocked on, oh, come on in. Yeah. They see father. They see mother. You know what I'm saying? It's a little different when we act in, in accordance to our true nature, our true self, in, in, in place of, you know, something that's artificial because of these mechanisms that's rearranging our cellular structure. You know what I'm saying? In naturopathy, they say we live and die from the cellular structure. Now, they're they talking about nutritionally. You know what I'm saying? But we know nutrition means new tier or net tier. 
So that means divine. So the divine realms of our true self, our true nature, you know what I'm saying, nutrition, that's who we are. You know what I'm saying? To right to rightfully walk in our path is to be righteous. You know what I'm saying? Right us. So we got to rearrange or retransform these rituals that they're placing on us on our head, on the wish, you know what I'm saying, the top and rearrange that so that we can see clearly now that the, you know what I'm saying? But we have to be able to see through those clouds, you know what I'm saying, that stress. So sometimes we need to sit and rest, you know what I mean? So um, get back to the to the um, information, a little something. Um, so where we was at, so he changed Prince. Um, you know what I'm saying, and let's go back to what Prince means again. You know, Prince is the temple of wisdom. So uh, Prince Roger Nelson or Prince Roger Pilly Nak Roger Nelson. So that means the brother of strength and victory that protects the silent love songs of the intelligence of the temple of wisdom. All right. And that's my own, that's the interpretation that came through the ancestors, the um, star, the answers. You know what I mean? If there was a question, you know what I'm saying, that's what the ancestors had, had uh, enlightened me on right there. And I give thanks, you know what I'm saying, to that. Because that gives me a better sense of being a peace of impotent, you know what I'm saying, in, in my house of wisdom. All right, so and we're all interconnected through those cords. So we all are now getting that, you know, piece of inner peace. You know what I'm saying? They want to strip us and take us away from that peace. You know, they want to give us a piece of, of the pop, but they don't want to give us a piece of mind. Right? All right, so that's the so-called parasitic elite. The, what they some people call the elite, I call the parasitic littles. Because they, they ain't no bigger than that grain. You know what I mean? They're just like us. They're everybody equal. Ain't no, you know, the prince of the pauper. You know what I mean? Everybody's king. Everybody's, a, you know, a pauper. Or, or, you know, it's, it's, every individual has to king their lower self. Has to, you know what I'm saying? One way or another, tame that, bring it up, and be the king or the queen of that, you know, that um, lower state. Okay. Uh, so symbol, he changed his name or whatnot to a symbol. You know, back in, I think it was 1993, remember we were talking about that earlier, that collage he had on 1999, or the album in 1982, I think it was 1998, when he went up to a symbol, the artist formerly known as Prince, you know what I mean? But um, symbol is the main form of mind control due to the language of symbols going directly to the subconscious mind, bypassing the conscious mind. So this is how symbol is interplayed with inside of the, through the um, mechanisms of mind control. You know what I'm saying? So because symbols are easily absorbed and meditated on, symbols are hidden in plain sight and are unnoticed to the conscious mind. So when symbols are placed in like strategic areas like the stop sign, you remember the, the what I did a blog called Stop a minute back, I think, but the stop sign. Is a symbol that's placed in a strategic area in our environment that intentionally generates an impulse of energy, a spark that initiates the collapsing of the wave function due to the synthetic psychic information that's 
um, held within the symbol, like the stop sign. So the genetic, synthetic psychic, where the synthetic psychic information goes to the gene or to the, the DNA, and it causes it for us to fear the stop sign. When in retrospect, the stop sign is not saying stop. The S and T, when you look at the S and T, you get um, the ancient symbol of the snake going up the cross, and that is no other than, of course, the Kundalini energy going up um, the spine, meeting at the top, forming the wings of Peru, and flying off and being able to see in far distances and, and see all, you know what I'm saying, all seeing eye. You know, that, that's that illumination, you know, that everyone has the power to reach. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? What's going on is they, they're blocking that avenue of thought, you know what I mean, get thanks, and they are, what the pacific alludes, are attempting to uh, synthetically give us information through those symbols, you know what I'm saying? So that O is the pomegranate and the P, um, P, Pac, I forget what it means. Hold on, let me, I know it's uh, P means open mouth, right? Blow to blow, scatter. And um, so that is um, uh, going up, the, op- the open mouth to scatter, to blow out. Then you have uh, what S is, um, um, Samak, and Samak means to protect again. So then S or T is a mark. That's the 22nd letter. That's a sign or a signature, right? That's a symbol. You know what I mean? Then O is um, I. You know, that's to know. You know what I'm saying? Then P is um, to um, blow, scatter, or the edge. So what we have here is S, you know what I'm saying? So we have um, Samak, Ta, um, Pay, no, Samak, Ta, Ain, Pay. So that would break down to um, to protect the symbol that knows the edge or knows self. You know what I'm saying? So instead of us protecting the symbol or protecting the sign that knows um, the self or the truth where there is no edge, you know, basically, we stop and <laughs> we get scared, you know what I'm saying, instead of going to that edge and going through that vortex or going through the event horizon and then discombobulate and then coming back together, putting those pieces back together of self, natural self on the other end of that, that journey, that tunnel, that vortex, you know what I mean? So, you know, getting over that fear, that that, that Monday morning hump day, and, and waking up and, you know, getting that deep breathing, conscious meditation going on, or whatever we're going to do on that Monday and being able to refocus that, ah, shit, Monday again, energy into, yeah, another glorious moon day. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it, let's move, let's pop, let's do this thing and get it jumping and do what we're supposed to be doing in a passionate way, in a peaceful way as well. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what, when we do that, that's when we're going to see what we're supposed to be seeing. That's what we're seeing. Even though it looks dark in one way, in one way, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I'm saying? Like the good sister, um, Ma'at, the good sister, uh, Mother Ma'at was mentioning. She, like I said, the other, a few other times, you know, it's a, fab, it's a fragmented blanket around us right now. You know what I'm saying? Chemtrails, you know what I mean? 
yet we are slowly but surely quilting a beautiful, I mean, threading a beautiful quilt. You know what I'm saying? And those are, that, that is the interconnections of all. You know what I'm saying? So even if that Caucasian right there in front of my face and, and you know, they holding that rebel flag and doing whatever they're doing, that's in their unintelligible artificial brainwave and training. They don't know what that means. That's, that's you know what I'm saying? That's the vortex of energy. That's the uh, what the flail and the crook. That's a... Uh, that's Osur, you know what I'm saying? That's the unknown, yeah, it's the known. You know what I mean? That's that vortex right there. They don't know it's the symbol. That's a chromosome and it holds the DNA. You know, no one has told them that. And it has how many stars within it? 13. You know what I mean? So we go right there back to M. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I ain't going to go up to them and preach to them about it either, though, like that. Fat boy, you're doing the wrong thing. In the bathroom, okay. Yeah, we still, you know what I'm saying? I get thanks to the ancestors for, you know, because they, they walk around with this sign, this signature, you know what I mean? And in their unknowingness, they're uplifting humanity, you know what I mean, to a brighter day. Because that is that in actuality, we know what it means, you know what I'm saying? So, good thanks. And, I, you know, like I said, I ain't trying to throw dirt on there, you know, I ain't trying to bring them up, but that's a symbol, you know, symbol. So, we go back to the word symbol, and we have sema, meaning um, in ancient Kemetic, to unite, as far as like semi-twai, you know, semi-twai to unite both lands, and that's what uh, the yogic system in, in uh, Kemet was called back in the day. So semi-twai, you know what I'm saying? And what we have going on is wasita semi-twai, and that's the system we're developing in the Wasita um, family. And that basically means the eye that meets at the, at the, the serpent that meets at the eye that unites both um, both lands. So Wasita means the serpent, that serpent energy, Kundalini energy that goes back to the pile land and, and unites both lands, the lower and the higher self. So that's, uh, that's, the, that's what our, the system that Wasita is developing. I'm one of the um, Chiefs just coming up with the martial aspects through meditations, Qigong's, and the Tai Chi and stuff like that. I'm putting together, I got a, one pamphlet that I put together with Qigong sets in it that we passed out at the event. So you guys come through uh, at, at these events, these melanated events on the equinoxes and our solstices, and you can get that handout. I'm planning to have, you know, perfect plan prevents poor performance. Planning to have a... Um, a retreat this summer here at the land here at my um, residence at my domicile. Sometime this summer, where we're going to do a three to five day. I know five days seem like a long time to break away, and it's not vacationing like that. But it's it's ample amount of land out there. So we're tent out there, I'm attempting to get the upstairs renovated to where it's going to be um, able to. Um, who will facilitate maybe 12 people. I mean, it's a, I got enough space upstairs. We have enough space upstairs to where a few people can get up there and, and really lamp and be comfortable, you know, since especially if it's um, accommodating, uh, well, if it's renovated to where it accommodates people and they're comfortable. That's why I'm going to put the – it doesn't have any space. I work out up there right now, but uh, before the summer hits, that's where I'm, uh, my plans are to have that. 
back to basically going. So by maybe September, after the um, in between time and meantime after the solstice, in between the solstice and the equinox, the summer solstice and the um, the autumnal equinox, once we're going to try to get. I'm not one. I just put it out there. I'm trying to get Dr. Lane to come through as well and be one of the keynote speakers and, and you know and speak on the Tai Chi Tron and the, and the Qigongs. And I'm going. I'm me and one of my colleagues, my brother Shaheen, we're going to go over um, some of the um, actual practical applications. As you know, we're going to learn forms. We're going to talk about the Qigong meditations, and we're going to actually do one, apply them, see them, you know, and, and and do it physically, not just you know over the airways right here, which is cool too. But to actually be right there and and, and see it and and be able to apply it at that same moment, and not have a confusion of you know what you're hearing, you can see it and hear it at the same time. It, and not YouTube. I did play some the Qigong, a Qigong set up there called the Eight Standard Postures of Longevity. Get thanks, and you guys, you know, grab that, embrace that, hug that tree. You know what I'm saying? That's you. you know, that's that seed to the fire right there. That's that, put that water on the seed. You know what I mean? And, and speaking on that, um, I'm going to read a few things right here, right here. Go to it. This is uh, called the seed to the fire. Um, you know, so hugging that tree. This is something I wrote when back in um, a couple of years ago when I was at the um, University of Comedic Sciences with Dr. Valentine. Get thanks to that brother for um, putting some water on this seed here, and uh, and you know what I mean, and allowing uh allowing this growth and allowing this tree to keep growing upwardly and not outwardly. You did all right. So it seed to the fire. Uh, to embellish upon what consciousness accretion expresses from my own spirit of mind. I will begin by briefly examining the life of a tree. The elementary stage of a tree is sparked from a seed that is planted into the soil. As water and sunlight commences to intercourse amongst the seed, it then sprouts and buds, advancing upward out of the soil. The process of growth is determined by how much water and sunlight the seed may receive. At that point, whereas the seed has reached its full physical potential, it is now in unison amongst the forest of trees that had been conceived in that it had been conceived in. As time moves, the tree becomes withered and dilapidated from unforgiving weather. Finally, one particular day, a human treads along the path of the forest in search of firewood to heat the family home and stumbles upon the tree that is no that is now leaning ta- <clears throat> that is now leaning towards the earth, begging to be uprooted so its journey may continue. The family then places the far removed seed that has transformed into a tree in the fire and stays warm throughout the winter months, giving the tree added purpose, consciousness, and an allowance of higher elevation. In relation to what consciousness accretion means to me now. First of all, conscious means to be aware of one's environment, and accretion means to grow together. So when combined, it could be said that consciousness accretion is to is the awareness of one's environment that grows together. Returning to the tree and my purpose of using from the seed to the fire as an analogy of consciousness accretion, the tree is symbolic of a physical metamorphosis transforming from the minute seed into a larger structure 
that will unite with the line of cheese that has preceded the propagation of the latter. Viewing the seed as the sun, noon, S-O-N, or S-U-N, planets, cosmic dust, asteroids, atoms, particles, and comets, the water is being mother, mem, blood, or chaos, otherwise known as dark matter and sunlight, defined as um, a leader, also known as dark energy, then the unraveling of what in metaphysics is described as the creative force, the creator, and the creation being man, M-A-N, Mim Alif Noon, mother, father, son, is revealed. And the ultimate progression of the universe, from one to many, is brought to light. This revelation, however, has a multiplicity of overtones that has been conceptualized into the periodic table of elements, beginning with hydrogen, the first known element to the third-dimensional consciousness of man. I feel that this conclusion alone is a misrepresentation, reason being, from my own perspective, if if hydrogen is the original element produced in the third-dimensional planetary level, on the third-dimensional planetary level, where did the creative force that conceived these functions which configured hydrogen into a physical substance originate from? Hypothetically speaking, from my own analysis, I conclude that this is zero from a numerical outlook. Define the physics as the point of singularity or zero time when time and mass cease to exist, and metaphysically, it is when past, present, and future unite as one from the perception of the viewer who is attuned to the light code spectrums that triggers higher perceptions of, of awareness by way of the motion or external motion from energy matter as Harold Percival portrays as nature matter and intelligent matter in the book Thinking and Death. Furthermore, acknowledging that the Western mind is a child of the European psyche and in recalling the catastrophe created when Dionysus recalculated the Roman Catholic calendar starting at one in place of zero due to the Romans' lack of cognition concerning the number zero, which immensely threw the calendar off a year or more. Zero on the tree of life pertaining to the comedic pantheon is equivalent to Atene the state of nothing or no thing, also characterized as hetep, inner peace. Now that we are in the doorway of transcendence and transformation from the present 666 time lock into an alternative interdimensional resonance of what we call time due to the planet Earth closing in on the dark rift and the alignment of the solar, galactical, as well as universal centers, this alignment will give way to what the Tamanakian Mayan described as the nine underworlds. What was surfaced in the last session of, uh, I mean, what was surfaced is the undetermined elemental accretion harmonics. In my observation, I've come to the theoretical conclusion that there is a possibility that these nine unknown accretions of elemental consciousness are the nine spheres or sephiroths of the tree of life, which are in essence higher personifications of awareness or consciousness. As these faculties are opened for individual dual selves as well as collective enhancement of awareness and consciousness, there will be a noticeable physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual awakening that has been labeled as the rapture or quickening. In light of what consciousness accretion will look like once I've successfully climbed the ladder of life from matter to spirit, I must reflect and reminisce on what I thought it looked like at an early age. Being that I was raised in a church, operated by my family and created it. Being that I was raised in a church operated by my family, it created in my personality a strong sense of spiritualism, yet in the same breath a clouded burden 
of an almost horrific nature, mm-hmm. referring to the dogmatic indoctrination of religious half-truths. By the age of 13, my doubts towards the belief system that had nurtured me from an infant to an adolescent was, pro- was profoundly high, resulting from hypersensitivities to the external extremities of the environment via radio, television, information, and the complete structure of society, school, friends, family, peers, and etc. So the ebb and flow of feelings of uncertainty led me to a very introverted teenager, led me to be a very introverted teenager, and ultimately I gained the diagnosis and title of being paranoid schizophrenic while enlisted in the U.S. Army. It has been over 20 years, yet I can still recall reading Chapter 13, Revelations, of Revelations for the very first time, and how the so-called Mark of the Beast registered in my thinking mind as I decided to add up the three sixes together and receive 18, then 9. This deciphering meant many things to me at that moment as well as it does now. None more prevalent than what we have been reminded um, by the good brothers of Dr. Valentine as well as the other um, grand uh, masters of our day and time, that 666 is the atomic com- composition of carbon, which consists of six protons, six electrons, and six neutrons, and also that all living things in the physical ethereum hold carbon at its heart, giving further meaning to Revelations 13, verses 17, when it states, no one can buy, sell, or trade unless he has the mark. So as to what consciousness accretion will look like once it is achieved, I wish to explore this concept. The force that causes water to descend from higher planes of the atmosphere is the same force that condenses and formulates a human life formed from the primordial fluid symbolized as the black dot worn by yogis and practitioners of that faith and philosophy. As this energy descends, it takes on the spiraling shape of six and can be recognized in a host of things on the physical level, including the embryo and its transitions to birth while in the fetal position. In the comedic tradition, while referring to Asiya as the perfect black, this is a mixture to the primordial primeval self. Here, here again, the Bindu, or black dot. This title is attributed to Asiya due to the process of activating the dormant state of melanin in the human subconscious mind. Melanin, the chemical key to life, is an amorphous semiconductor that is constantly transforming accordingly accordingly to the differentiation of energy levels introduced to its nucleus. It is also a derivative of carbon, the sixth element of the periodic table. With this information being acquired, I now deduce the beast, or, or ba and ox, the seed of the soul, when the energy matter or kundalini, chi, raw life force to this seed in the pineal gland, asir, it forms into a spiral resembling the number nine and enlightens one's mind through the spirit. In conclusion to what consciousness secretion will look like from my own perspective is the unification and balance of what we call matter and spirit into one, entitled the grand unification theory of physics. The seed is the fire, and the fire is the seed. All upward and downward spiraling motions become reconciled and returning to zero or nothing as the circular symbol of the Tao or the way, which would be yin and yang. And that is uh, that was the seed from the seed to the fire. Then we go back to the word Baal Tamare. So Baal, it means the uh, master of the beloved land, the indigenous people. Baal Tamare means the master of the beloved land. Also, 
Bar when we interchange the L to a R is bar. So bar means grain or seed. So it's seed of the beloved son. Also, Tamare means Tamare, um, land, water, and fire. So it's the seed from the land, there's the water and the fire. So from the seed to the fire. You know what I'm saying? And again, so April 18th, Good brother, um, the brother of strength and victory, because he's victorious. You know what I mean? April eighteenth is when he got the rights back. He, he mastered self. You know, saying he's, he's, you know, mastering that lower self by going in there and battling these, you know, these so-called past, these deep, deep parasitic littles and getting his true self back. You know, saying, you, you know, what I mean, but the uh, maximum is uh. You have to put your neck on the line, you know what I'm saying, in order for it to be true in commerce. Sometimes you got to go out there and you got to put yourself in, in the midst of, you know, these these demons, this toxic, this deranged melanin, this toxic reality that's out there, this par- these parasites, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's within the earth and causing detriment, you know what I'm saying, and eating up these good cells, these good kyles, you know, the, the spirit of, of God, you know what I'm saying. And formulating some uh, some what we call negative type of reactive, overreactive minds because that overstimulation of that negative lower sense causes toxicity to to rebuild, and that's what we keep we keep reformulating that that cell because once that cell get into a, a what we call a, a petri dish or whatever, that one cell is going to feed into the next cell if it keeps mirroring that toxicity. So the next cell will be toxic, the next cell will be toxic. So we got to feed it health, good health. You know what I'm saying? So good thoughts feed feed the good vibrations. You know, you know, like the brother was saying, brother Rich was saying, um, you know, we we vibrate. I say we vibrate at a certain at a certain frequency. You know what I'm saying? So if they can alter that frequencies through unintelligible artificial brainwave training or through the heart system and all the chemtrail things, you know, because the chemtrails are they vibrate. They they stimulate the sound to it and then it vibrates a certain uh, way and then the next thing you know. Everybody fighting in the streets, like um, Chris is mentioning them. All right, so um, and also speaking on that, the master numbers. Um, I didn't, I didn't um go into it, but the twenty-two is um master number is the master builder. You know what I'm saying? Um, twenty-two equals four. You know um. This so-called ritual starts on the 19th, and it culminates on the 1st. The tetrachakis is what it's called in esoteric means. It's um, 1, 2, 3, 4. Basically, that's 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4, and you get the number 10. 1 plus 9 equals 10, right? The 1 plus 9 equals 10 equals 1. 19 equals 1 going back to... 19, 1, and then going to May 1st, 1, you know, so May Day. So from 19 to 1, right? So 19, you know, numerology is completion, and also esoterically the so-called hidden information. 19 means completion. It's the complete cycle. And you can see that cycle, the spine, you know, of the, of the number 9, how the cycle goes up, then it curves over. And so, you know, what we call the divine cycle or Natya, uh, uh, you know, Natya Shin, 
that's the divine cycle. That's the microcosmic orbit. So when we breathe in from that third or fifth lumbar vertebrae, and then it goes up the spine, and it comes over into the nose, and we breathe out at the, at the palate or, you know, the, um, the cleft. The palate is in the back right there at the throat, but it's at the same, right around the same area. We breathe out right there, and it goes back into that cycle again. That's the infinite cycle, the divine. It's just And that we assimilate in those properties of uh, whatever we've taken in as the essence, which will be, you know, food, water, and information in general. And so you get that good water, that good food, you know, that good light, you know what I mean, and, and let it cycle through the body properly through the microcosmic orbit. You know what I'm saying? But 22 is the day after the transition of uh, of the good brother Prince there. And um, see, 22 is the member of, um, the, it's the second master number as far as numerology is concerned, but it's the number of deep spiritual understanding. And it is uh, facilitating the appliance of knowledge in a practical way while we eventually leading to success high self-esteem, natural intelligence, and ability to work at a high position. You think, you know what I'm saying? And uh, 22 equals four. So the holder of this number is considered to be a master builder. The sign sees this figure as an entwining of powers between the numbers 11 and four. Number 11 is responsible for high intuition and visionary thoughts, and number four carries the practical nature. The good brother Chris was born on June seventh. That's six to seven. That's thirteen. That's four. You know what I'm saying? Um, so go back to thirteen, one and three. That's M. So that's um, blood, chaos, and water. That's the purple rain. You know what I mean? So um, one and three is four. You know, and that four is is is, is um. The number four case of practical nature is the life path number that 22, you know, being the um, master number equals four. So when you're looking at it in that sense, that brother right there is very, it has a very powerful combination of, you know, 22 and four from 13 as well. So number 11 is responsible for high intuition and visionary thoughts, and number four carries the practical nature. So that's 11 and 4, you know, 2 and 4, the number 11 and 4. All right, but um, we're speaking on on that realm right there, but you see how, you know, 22 goes into that 4 number, but he was born, Prince was uh, 6 and 7, you know what I mean? Also, um, Speaking on red and blue, is this uh, is it a coincidence that red and blue peel, red is uh, and blue brings about the color purple. Get thanks to them brothers, you know what I'm saying, for bringing that purple rain. And they, you know, they walking in, you can see they walking in there in the happiness, in that inner peace, you know what I'm saying, because they wouldn't be doing what they're doing if they wouldn't, you know what I mean. So, get thanks. Know how they, you know, they their transition is, is taking place. Oh yeah, to get back to that. So entrainment, entertain, entraining, entrainment, or entraining. You know, what I'm saying entertainment, entrainment, or entraining. Entraining um, breaks down to in within, train, um, 
refrain means to um, physically um, stay fit or to train the physical body, but the word uh, train comes from um, the Latin word transitor, um, which means to cross over or transition. All right, so in training means um, the complete in, if I'm not, ing, if I'm not mistaken, means to complete. Transfer means to transition or to cross over, and in means within. So it's to complete transition within or to complete crossover within. All right, so are we in entertainment? Are we in to entrainment or are we into in training? All right, so I'm into in training myself, in training self. And, you know, and I might utilize um, natural brainwave entrainment as far as, like, meditation is concerned and certain other ways of telling myself, you know, things I, sh- I should do and should not do by connecting both hemispheres, you know what I'm saying? So by way of that symbol, sim, again, means to unite. And Baal means the Lord. So Sim Baal, which the good brother Prince, you know, his name, you know, changed to the formerly known as Prince because they had to have something to say as far as media is concerned. But he, it was the symbol, Sim Baal, you know, even in that, in, in that sense, Sim Baal means to unite the master with the Lord and higher self, to unite the master unites both realms, you know what I'm saying? So to, to unite the master. And what did he get? He he ma- he got his masters back. And the um twenty two um represents the master builder, you know what I mean? But so that's the, the master mason or whatnot. My son. Mas meaning children, I meaning light. A master, you know what I'm saying? A my star, you know what I'm saying? Water from the star, or water from the, you know, that he's that purple rain, you know what I mean? Give thanks for that brother's creative mind and his imaginative mind, and how he transformed that energy into some positivity out here for us to, um, to bridge on, you know, that Biffmore bridge, you know, some food for thought, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to acknowledge our brothers and sisters in the highest sense and give thanks for their, you know, for their representation in the physical from that realm that they that we coming from. You know what I'm saying? All of us coming from a realm of greatness. You know what I'm saying? No matter how little we may look in the eyes of those that, that see us and view us as something lowly, something distraught, we come from a great, a great tradition that we should look at and uphold, you know what I'm saying? All right, with that said, I'm, gonna, I'm about to close out. I'm going to read something again that I put together. Get thanks. I'm about to get emotional there a little bit. If anybody have a question about anything, you know, bring it to the table. I'm here, you know what I mean? I, I ain't no vampire. I don't bite. I don't want some blood or anything like to talk about you know what I'm saying? But if it, anybody does have a question about something, you know what I mean? I, I can't thanks for you guys, you know, being attentive and, and participating and observing with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because we all here together. It ain't, it ain't, man. You know what I mean?
we all connected one way or another. You know what I'm saying? We might not have the same physical mom and daddy, God damn it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? We all in business. So we come from that same spot. We all had the same potential experiences. And if I can't help bring a, um, some type of conclusion of clarity to the ancestors, you know what I'm saying? Then that's what it do. But I'm going to read something real quick before closing out. I wrote this the other day, right? Um, you know, but okay, I wrote this the other day. I'm a writer somewhere. And I get thanks to the ancestors for giving me the ability to put things on paper like that, you know what I'm saying? Through the wisdom that I've gained in access, through the wisdom that the eye has gained in access. You know, I don't want to be too egotistical about it, but. I get thanks for that within my personality as well as how it's, it's, we can give it back, you know what I mean? So um, in the wake of now movement, there is a reverberating sensation that all is lost. There's no opening for tomorrow's windows of truth and balance and beauty. In our frantic pace to build a foundation of order to strengthen the house of the future, there has been a frequent misplacement of cornerstones that complete the structure of equilibrium. In this confused semi-conscious reality, we view ourselves as separate from others in their state of awareness. This mindset only confuses the situation more, causing an uproar of emotions when confronted or questioned by outside interests who may not have any animosity against the, the former, yet by reacting with a conditioned mind, it may lead to conflict, which in turn causes a shift in the energy transference from nothing to a lower state of agreement in its actualization. In place of manifesting into a realm of high-frequency convergences, this manipulation of lower and higher frequencies are intentional and strategic. While the unknowing participant has become delusional due to essentially emotional gratifying material um, items, which are in essence fleeting, yet rearranged into similar, if not the same, molecular agreement in our day-to-day activities of energy transference. Is there an answer to the impeccable question, the perfect question, who am I, and what is our purpose? Yes, there is a conclusion. The answer that you are everything, the answer is that you are everything and everyone, and your purpose is to be just who you are. Do a hookup to that group, you know what I mean? I no questions. I'm gonna go ahead and um pan out right here, right here, real quick. Stretch out for a minute, you know what I mean? With the with the intent over fours. I I get thanks, you know what I'm saying? Get thanks, um you know. Honor to the ancestors once again, those who came before and those who come after. Um, you know what I mean? Thanks to the good brothers, uh, the brothers, Prince. You know, once again, let me put that right there on there again. Prince Roger Nursan, um, again, means the brother of strength and victory that protects the silent love songs of the intelligence from the house of wisdom or the temple of wisdom. How do we get wisdom? We get wisdom in silence. 
You know, he wrote songs, but he protected the silent love songs of the intelligence. The intelligence inside God speaks to the genes, but he protected those silent love songs, there, and, we, and he protected the well, you know what I mean, and still is, you know, still is, because he was a little upset about something in that dream. I, like I said, I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe it was the fact that the, um, the industry was doing what they were doing, and he was like, man, uh, what? I mean, maybe it was just that lower energy going, but he had on yellow, though, so it wasn't really, but that's a, uh, that, that represents also um, the solar plexus reason. So maybe it was, uh, he wasn't upset, but something that was going on physically at the time. Like I said, I, I may have been astral traveling or something. I might have floated in on that. I don't know what he had on at that day, on that day and that night. But um, at any break, you know, in hotel, you know what I'm saying, Prince of Inner Peace. Right. Peace, prosperity, protection, and good health. Yeah, yeah. Scientific breakthroughs. The unveilings. Spiritual revelations. The openings.
But Africans think and Africans do in a different way. I'm in the pimped out old school, changeable, chocolate hazel butter, smothered in navy bean interior. 65 something, no dreaming, side beams, light streams, and faulty faucets, drinking false hopes, wash our brain with soap, operatives left global show. Thank you very much, but it's, it's really not trivia, it's big. African thinking, African philosophy is a big thing. But Africans think and Africans do in a different way. I'm in the pimped out old school, changeable, chocolate hazel butter, smothered in navy bean interior, 65 something, no dreaming, side beams, light streams, and faulty faucets, drinking false hopes, wash our brain with soap, operatives lurk over shoulders at work, frail supervisors, I feel super fly snooker, super flex Luca, referee shooter, positions elevated, ain't no guessing, ain't no reason what's the purpose. Nothing's accidental, we met a long time ago Age was cosmic, universal Before social changed its color of law A book that I saw, Equilibrium Stealth Median That is why you are trapped in this society They live in a we society and Europeans live in a me society. It's a different kind of concept. I'm the last word preacher, spitting preacher, standing on the throne. Secret keeper, mysteries known, days and at the horizon, the holiday end on Friday, Christmas weekend, trapped in the calendar, beastly transformations, see, look, observations, cipher nano, pick the tempo, ratio, running from a dirty toe, Frito, eating Cheetos, I work three jobs, pay for three homes, Michael Reno and Tito, ten man line, scarecrow, the Because the art was created for the whole people. And when you see the folk philosophy, the philosophy.